weather today in the greater Cincinnati area. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. But the senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. WKRP in Cincinnati. again yep we're back welcome in <laughs> it's a kind of a hasty start but i'm feeling good this time usually i'm panicked when i have to start quick when we're just like all right let's fucking do it <laughs> welcome in i'm keith pazel this is my podcast i'm here as always with adam crocious hello people hope you're doing well out there yeah listen to hyper it's a new world yeah. it is a new world yeah that we're living in Pretty great. He's gonna be. He's already. The, even the the inauguration was like immediately better for comedy than anything Trump ever did. <laughs> you had the Bernie meme of him just sitting there cold. Everybody loved that. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're gonna put that out there because he's left out in the cold by the by the Democratic machine because they're part of the whole political class and how fucked up it is. And and, and you would be correct. <laughs> Well, yeah, you'd be a hundred percent. Your generation would actually be uh, totally right. Actually, that is right. true. That we're is getting true. into it early. We're getting fucking we're diving get- deep, man. Early, exactly. Diving right in, man. <laughs> well, the song gets me going. You know that, man. Yeah. It gets my juices. You flowing. are really puffed up in that jacket. You it, from the camera for like the people on YouTube. It looks like you're you're just poking out of a bean bag. Is it- <laughs> you look like a Gen X turtle. Just poked under there. Do I like this this lettuce I got going on? I have got to get a haircut. This is you really do absurd. I mean, it's I, I never thought I looked very good with long hair. I never, I just never liked it. I look better with short hair because <laughs> it just gets. I mean, I got a lot of it, but it just does. It looks. It, it would look good like in the early eighties. Or something. That's what would kind of look hip. You know, I'd look hot then. You look hot, man. You know, in the early 80s. <laughs> That's your heyday. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. My, I, I got, got some that. good early. We got some good early 80s this week in TV history coming up. It's going to be good time. Absolutely. Here. I'm sure there'll be good things that come up. A last American hero will have debuted in 1981. If I'm a betting man, that's I'm going to put that out there. Is that like I wonder future. if the last action hero was this like a similar like, let's remake that movie. What's the last American hero? Oh, it was a TV oh, show. Oh, look at this. Let's get a, let's see if we uh, let's risk on, a copyright infringement. Oh yeah, it, it immediately st- <laughs> the second that, that came on, <laughs> boom! Co- the, the, the show, hey, best show we ever had. A good two and a half minutes. Yeah. There we go. We'll put our two on in the background here. <laughs> Saw this in the theater opening night. You were, so this night. was like the I bet this was probably like the final. You were like, I think I'm too old for this. No, no, not at all. I was heavily into Empire Strikes Back. That was the perfect age. Perfect age. Empire Strikes Back is the best of all the Star Wars movies. The newest ones, the late, it's the best one. Uh, the third one, first half was good. When they get to Teddy well, Bear I Planet, mean, yeah. Teddy Bear Planet, that's when I was like, I'm 14 years old. 
I'm starting to think about girls a lot more. Okay, so they were clearly going for toys the yeah. whole, with that. Supposed to be a, a, a Wookiee planet. This is no. This is old nerd news. Okay, supposed to be a Wookiee planet, which would have been totally cool. But no. Oh yes, I gotta. You know, I just imagine. I, I think you. of your impression. Your impression of Lucas. You know. Yeah. I, I just. You know. I, I think. I just divorced my wife and which, my kids. You know, I, I, I have to put out some toys. George Lucas kind of talks <laughs> like this. He's going. Eh. And I'm making him more sound yeah. like Woody Allen. Spielberg or is you know? definitely like, oh, it, 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 it's it's my. I've got this world in my head, and I <laughs> and I need I to have teddy to bears. Rest. It's always alive. <laughs> I'm a king in this world. <laughs> I know exactly. Anyway, but yes, Empire Strikes Back heavily into it. Very satisfying sequel. I mean, this because you look at Star Wars now and it looks so dated. Not so dated, but it, it looks definitely dated. You can tell this is like a better, you know, this is a better version. It's a much cleaner. Yeah. Clear. I mean, oh, they put yeah. a lot more money into this. It just they, looks You know better. what? At this point, I feel like we're so technologically advanced that like, like I say it like it's the future, but <laughs> I feel like they re-vintage it for TV. Like it could look more HD. Oh, oh, like, oh this yeah, is a yeah, goddamn yeah. Four, This is a goddamn 1080p resolution TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this is the Turner <laughs> Network. Like they definitely VHS it to like, oh, it's it's the old ones. <laughs> no, because I I think I mean just the look of this. Uh, it, it was so there was good action in it. You know, I was. But again, Harrison Ford was Indiana Jones at this point, right? No, no, this is the year before Indiana Jones. Because yeah, Jedi's the one where they almost couldn't get him to do the movie. Yeah, yeah, because he was he had become. The movie a huge star. star. A, the movie star. Massive star. You know, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, he was the guy. Yeah, when I think of like true early, well, he, he took over Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds was the first <laughs> true leading man movie star when I think of like the movies from 77 to 79, but he took it over. Burt Reynolds, uh, I think, auditioned for Han Solo. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> fucking, they probably had everyone just the fucking, uh, who was the Paul Newman probably went uh, out for N- it. Nick Nolte, I know, auditioned for ah, it. <laughs> you know, God you know, it was, the, was that a Patton Oswalt bit? <laughs> yeah. His, his I hate when bits like, like great bits like that ruin impressions because I want to do a Nick Nolte impression. I think I can fucking, oh, God damn. Even my <laughs> Tiger Woods, like I can do a Tiger. A lot of my impressions are impressions of impressions. Did, did you... Uh... <laughs> Did you watch uh, more? Or did you finish watching the Tiger Woods uh, documentary? Here we go. We're gonna throw on some more more intergalactic war to real war. You know, uh, yes, and, and then and then of course Hanks again. Hanks and Spielberg, as I've said many times in this show, someone has to tell them you did not fight in the Second World War. For people war. listening, you we did went not. To, for <laughs> Band of Brothers is on. Yes, for people yeah. listening. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we exclusively we, my best friend from from back home, Wesley. <laughs> he's listening. He's on a forklift right now. Hello, Wesley. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. Hope, yeah, he's working hard, dude. Well, you're working a forklift. You're got working. A, got a adorable daughter. No, oh, good for him. Hello, Quinn. <laughs> exactly. That works. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I just uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back was it was like perfect age for me. Like that. That when I think of like that era of movies, I feel very fortunate to be a kid because yeah. that, that, that was very much a leap in movie technology and, and the look of a movie. How you now, had, looks dated now? How you yeah. had that leap in like evolution for like the like that style of movie i was thinking about this the other day i came up in the fucking heyday of television like cartoons like that like batman the animated series even when i was younger like garfield and friends mr bogus 
So yeah, fucking they, like it was just they were shoving cartoons down kids' throats. It was all be- to sell toys. Like it wasn't, yeah, yeah, an earnest. Let's give these kids fucking yeah, authentic entertainment. Authentic or, entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it shot through Tiny Toons was great. Animaniacs was great. And then you had sh- shit like come off of that. You had hysteria, fucking uh, like all so like great. <laughs> like I came up in the era of cartoons where people were like, we also want the parent. Like parents have to watch this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the, like, the let's make this a, yep. little, a little acerbic, like little layered they would always make like have david letterman references on tiny tunes i remember (laughs) they had this one joke where babs bunny is running through like a studio somewhere and it's david letterman and he's got the big head and he's tapping the pencil on the desk yeah and he's got big teeth and then they have an animated roseanne do a fucking swan dive from a diving board from like forty-eight thousand feet in the air and she sings the national anthem and just dives off and oh, it's yeah. just like dude this is awesome like as a seven-year-old you're like this is fucking amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, That was the same time. Yeah, she got a lot of flack. Well, and this is 93, so well, yeah, they're, they're still, like, milking that fucking cow. Yeah, yeah, because that was, like, was that in a... The uh, 80s. Was that that yeah. was, like, the, at, in Boston in the late 70s. That was a red it was not in the, That was not in the late I 70s. I thought that... Oh, no, 80s. Uh, I think it was probably 1990 or 91. Was it the All-Star game? No, it was before Padres game. She sang the national anthem, and she disrespected the national anthem. And she did that in San Diego, which is a big military town. Because I know this because George W. Bush, the old man Bush, not W, old man Bush... Was fucking uh, furious. Yeah, yeah, and had a press conference about that and spoke. We think this is a bad thing. This is not... We how, think know, this is in his boring ass fucking voice yeah yeah so yeah it was very much like the cultural war at that time which now the door of that's been here? blown open oh there's your boy i watched a documentary about cocaine that heavily involved him and bush yeah. one yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was about crack it was about the birth of fucking crack oh yeah and just they well, get, what did they say about it? i'm curious what well they the, just get into how cocaine got let in when cocaine got in about how it was too expensive it was like a, yeah. a rich white guy thing so they fucking developed fucking crack so like it was like a, it was almost like the hood was excited because they like cocaine was almost advertised as like how fucking uranium was of like it fucking brightens your cheeks up yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was, and it was very much the rich man's drug. Was, oh, so it was very, yeah. So no I think people that. in yeah. the hood were kind of like, "Oh, fuck yeah, we got uh, that cheap cocaine shit." Yep. And it literally just wrecked generations of fucking people's lives, know, dude. They interview people who got addicted to crack in like the late seventies, early eighties, and you can tell they are not back. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it, it is. I mean, th- that whole. Again, that I think my teenage years and that drug was so devastating and the response to it just completely created the prison industrial complex we live in right now. Absolutely. That we are living in the fraying sort of I mean, the correction system needs to be reformed dramatically, you know, so I don't know. I don't give it a lot of hope that's going to happen, but something has to have some sort of change. The beginning of that has to happen because it's just. It's way out of control, but definitely related to crack. I mean, you were afraid. Like, there were certain cities, like I mean, and I know it's like the classic racist thing, and it was totally done. Like the racial thing was huge with it, obviously. But I remember going D.C. My father worked for the federal government, going to D.C., and it was like, uh, it was a dangerous city. Oh yeah, it was a dangerous city. It really was. I mean, and like a lot of it was dangerous. Like not like just like, oh, it's a couple of neighborhoods. It was like two thirds of the city to half of the city was like dangerous you know so high murder rate it's interesting how that pops around from city to city 
You know, it, it's like D.C. had the high. Well, yeah. And then it was L.A. for a while. And then it was New York City. And now it's like Chicago. Well, and, and the co- know, like- it, there's now there's proof that you got to follow the cocaine because Medellin, where Pablo Escobar was from in the 90s when the coke was coming out of there, there was 30 murders a day <laughs> in Medellin. So Medellin. where there's cocaine, oh, there be murder. Oh, man, man. That's fucking harsh, dude. He went to war with day. people. Well, I know you, they show those. You show those uh, those pictures, those uh, segments where he has like tanks. He had like like a small, basically an he army. He shot a plane out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, holy shit! I mean, the fact that you're trying to take out like the state is having a hard time dealing with you. He was an arch criminal, flat out arch criminal, man. No doubt about it. You know, no doubt about it. <laughs> So, yeah, I watched that. But then they get into the Contras, dude. And I always knew kind of about that and like vaguely kind of the. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was a little bit of a conspiracy like Reagan and the government were in on it. But, dude. Oh, just in dummy because they finally break it down in like dumb terms because Iran Contra sounds like a video game. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Like there's a game called Contra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I never really got the grasp of it. But it, it was so essentially of, Reagan uh, wanted to defeat capitalism so much that he communism so much that he fed this leftist guerrilla organization these contras money to 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 like Uh, purposely they were a right-wing group a right-wing group to purposely put cocaine into the country so it would cause like a like they were basically trying to like frame the communists yeah and it allowed the contras to funnel in cocaine into the country like on the dime of the u.s and, and funded their war, funded their war. Yeah, effort. and yeah, the, yeah. you know the scene when Bush one puts the crack on the screen. Oh yeah, this is is it looks like candy. Yeah, they fucking called up a drug dealer and set up a fake drug deal. So some dude goes to the White House, sells some guy some fucking White House dude cocaine. Then they arrest him. Yeah, and then Bush goes on TV and talks about how oh this is random evidence. <laughs> It was like but deep it, level, it, like both, is, is both that trap dudes Isn't should that, be I mean, fucking in jail. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That dude spent yeah. 10 years in jail because of that. Yeah. Oh, I believe the, the war on drugs, which we're still living in the ripple effect of. And we're, and we're, it's, it's still okay. existing. It's ending a little bit now. God, it's got it. I mean, they've, uh, I think they're, uh, yeah, that's just, that's the thing I'm hopeful for with uh, Biden being president. I am. It's not going to happen. I'm very Keep talking. Skeptical I'm going to fix it. your camera a little I'm, bit. I'm very skeptical about that happening. It should happen. It needs to happen. Uh, and it's not just a boned BLM. I mean, no, it needs to happen. It needs to be reformed. It's just, it's uh, bleeding a lot of money out of this country, you know, and it's just not a good thing. But there's, it's an entire industry, you know, it surrounds it. So, so that's, that's what it is. Boned to BLM, know? dude. So, yeah, they're obviously fighting in the Battle of the Bulge, people. History Channel has Band of Brothers on that we talked about about five minutes ago with the line of uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Steven Spielberg. A friend needs to tell them they didn't fight in the Second World War. Oh, yeah, because, well, and he, I think he directed that thing you do, and it was just like, I can do this. Yeah. (laughs) And then he got, and then didn't he produce something before? the? Oh, yeah, he kind of produced Saving Private Ryan. Oh, and I'm then, sure he was, you know, he's working. Because this was an epic. I remember system. when this debuted, because there's a couple seasons. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this was like some binge stuff, you know? Like in the early aughts, was this like 0102? I think, well, yeah, was this like 0103? Uh, I never watched it. Earlier. I never watched it. You know, I, I, and I, I'm a World War II nerd, but uh, I, I just, I regret the fact that I didn't talk to my grandparents about the Second World War more. 
I talked to him about it a little bit, but I should have talked to him about it more. See, dude, I did that, but my grandpa was like an alcoholic during World War II, so it's just him talking about like docking in Italy and fucking puking off boats. And <laughs> was he in the war and a drunk? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, there, yeah. I think there's rumor amongst the family that the man went overboard a couple times, like drunkenly fell off the ship. <laughs> and but the big but the big play in my family that my grandpa did is he surrendered the U five hundred five which is a submarine, a Nazi submarine that is in the fucking museum of uh, the, I think it was of in industry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In Chicago. He now it, he's, he's not the one that suggested it. He just did the communications. Like he actually got the, he did the fuck cause he was a signalman. Interesting. In the Navy. So he, what, what, and he, what did he make the, uh, uh, he surrendered like when the U five. It was so the U five hundred five for it was like the last gasp of world war. It like ended world war two when the U five hundred five surrendered. That was like it. Yeah. Well, well I, I think it was the Battle of the Atlantic probably is what was going but on. Then, so, but anyway, but, but he even, because he even would downplay it because they'd be like, Dad, Dad surrendered the U-505 and he would say, I did the communications. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, it was part yeah. of the mission and it was his job to like B- bring tell them, them yeah. with the flags. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was negotiating the no, deal or something. He yeah, literally, yeah. it was like handing a letter to the captain, but with flags. <laughs> Yeah, it, it but is, it uh, was like his clan. And then when they put it in the science and industry museum, he got to go like for free. They gave him a hat. Wow. Like they, it was his big claim to fame. But other than that, he just was in Italy a lot, ate pasta, <laughs> probably cheated on my grandma. No, there must have been. I mean, Italy had some fighting. I mean, he saw action, but it bummed me. I mean, again, I've come late to the World War II party. Came late to it. He actually was like, if you ever join the military, join the navy because you won't die. Yeah. You won't see as much. They don't action. do water battle anymore. When is the last time you saw a naval battle? Well, basically, oh no, yeah. The reason why all it's done for now is I every see now it. and again, one of them terrorists will blow themselves up next to a boat. But, <laughs> but I mean, all it is is basically getting aircraft carriers with a few destroyers and having a city of death park itself in front of your country. Oh, we can bomb you for the next week straight with no problem. You know what I mean? It's it's just basically a big intimidating with fo- a in, city dedicated to death, as That's they say, Crow, with impunity. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think an aircraft carrier, a full aircraft carrier has 5,000 people on it. 5,000 people. Like a little city, dog. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and like, there's, there's definitely a McDonald's and a Starbucks in there. Oh, yeah, oh, It wouldn't absolutely. be America. No, absolutely. It absolutely. Wouldn't, let's see if the remote works. Hell yeah. Remote wasn't working. That's why we were stuck watching Band of Brothers. I, I had a friend of mine talking about this. About God the damn steam, it. It uh, just keeps going out. This remote. Hey, it just keeps going good. out. No, but what I essentially have to do is turn everything off. You know, yeah, th- which there was isn't a, fun. There was a Starbucks, probably a McDonald's. You're right. A, a buddy of mine, I think I told you, a friend of mine, Pete Gross, who wrote for uh, the Colbert Report. He got to do a uh, episode of the Colbert Report in uh, in uh, in the Green Zone in Iraq. He did like a, so. He I got would to hang be so on. nervous. I would love to do some troop shit, but the way those stories go of like. I keep fucking, that's what I hate when you have two remotes and like one turns on and one turns off. No, man. He said it was, first of it was hardcore security. <laughs> I mean, it was hardcore security. He had to go through three different checkpoints oh, to well, get to and the like, actual, forget you know, about smoking weed and shit. Oh yeah. That's not going to happen. Like you're not having fun. No, you'll get fun. booze there. You'll get booze there. You know, you're so. definitely not having fun. Ooh, an Oscar roundtable. Well, that's, you know, th- this is who we're trying to get, get our script to. <laughs> Her specifically? Yes. Is, that's Regina King, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know? She's yes. going to read 
you're fucking <laughs> what if she what loves if, it yeah i i what if your life changes crow well yeah who knows um i know one thing uh we're uh we're gonna get the contract this week the iran from, contract from our uh <laughs> <laughs> we should get back to that actually we should talk more about that i've been too, throwing man. good one-liners all week she knows sold one so there was a fucking two we were watching something where two people met in a museum yeah and i go it's a louvre affair there you go. Look at your She on. downplayed it. She you're, was you're like, on. no, she wouldn't accept it. I was doing the. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the daddest of jokes, but God damn it. It's clever. <laughs> this, the craftsmanship and the quickness of it was just <laughs> was spot on. I mean, I've worked, I worked, I've done comedy for over 10 years to be able to do that. That's good for you. I, I, yeah, he's he's worked with Duvall before. This is the pairing of him and Duvall like, from, from from Days of Thunder. <laughs> Remember the yeah. chemistry we had on Days Dude, of Thunder? Speaking you know? of Days of Thunder, yeah. I didn't know Tony Scott killed himself in Long Beach, right over in Sam, like off the fucking, right by the port of LA. Wow. He leapt off the fucking bridge. Wow. He hung himself? No, he just jumped off the bridge. Oh, really? And he, and he, Broke bones, just fell in the water like uh, a goddamn fucking scarecrow. Wow. Like a limp scarecrow. Wow successful guy <laughs> that, know, that's when you know you got real mental problems because i mean i know days of thunder was a flop but jesus christ because they wanted days of thunder to be top gun oh uh, tony scott did yeah because oh, days yeah, of thunder is not a flop my shout out to finn jones stand-up comic out here in la homeless very funny um says days of thunder is the greatest movie ever made <laughs> legitimately well and he'll convince you hates quentin tarantino thinks days of thunder is the greatest single the, the crow the greatest movie ever i mean he, he breaks a, down uh, the formula mentally old guy exactly yeah he's uh, he you know what man he doesn't i don't agree with it but his logic is not terrible also oh, hey, I'll listen. and i'm not joking yeah. one of the best writers i've ever yeah he hands me stuff he writes He's only homeless because he had a meth problem. Yeah. Like, he's very talented. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, he those are the probably, tragic stories. If you gave him your script, he would make oh, he it. pick it apart, make oh, it better. Oh, dude, he yeah. would fucking write you. And if, especially if it doesn't have to be funny. He would run line. Like, he asked me specific things. Like, he was asking me about Batman comics, about how the cops interact with each other. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm writing a scene with cops, and I just want to know how a cop would react in this scenario. And I just want to know, like... Yeah. How does Commissioner Gordon? And I was just like, damn, dude, like I would never think about that. Yeah. Yeah. God. Interesting, man. Yeah. That, that's also that drug, man, that meth. Well, but he doesn't it, do it anymore. But what he made me laugh one yeah, time because yeah. a meth head was flying by the improv and screaming at people. And we were just like, damn, that guy's fucked up. And he was like, yeah, it's called mania. He's probably having the best time of his life. <laughs> he goes, some of the best nights of my life are sitting in a Dunkin Donuts dumpster with the rain just pounding on the top of the dumpster. And I'm just sitting on a beanbag of garbage. Yeah. Wow. And he was like legitimately some of the best times in my life. And I'm just like, I get it. I get it. You know, yeah, I mean, he's enjoying it. But there's a long term cost, I think, to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But, you know, hey, he's still a good. He's moments, also you know one of I mean? these dudes that I should say these dudes like it's bad, but he's uh, uh, under the impression that even if he makes it in the business, he will remain homeless like he likes it. <laughs> he has like part of his act is like, you're all suckers. Like, I don't pay rent. I'm smart. Like. And then he goes into this whole thing about how he's like, because the whole crux of the bit is like, everybody asks you, how'd you become homeless? And he goes into this whole thing about how like, I want to be homeless. Like, you're all suckers. And he gets into like capitalism and all this smart yeah, shit. Yeah. And then at the end, and he was just like, 
a meth problem. Why do you think I'm homeless? <laughs> <laughs> so he comes true. Good for him, man. He's you know what a I mean? genius, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I believe it, man. Listen, uh, there's no doubt about it. That there are people who become addicts. I think it's because their brain is operating in a way. He, Sean Flannery, when he has those like drunk science things, he talks like a, a lot of very intelligent people are hardcore alcoholics because your yeah. brain has to like, you got to just calm it down a oh, little yeah. bit because yeah, it's like, racing, you know? He did a, I know that feeling. He did an opening line one time because he's homeless, so he'll just come in with yeah. different clothes and he had a fucking suit on, a dirty suit. He goes on stage and he just goes, so I found a suit today. <laughs> And just leveled the fucking room. <laughs> and then I remember coming out of the bathroom one time and he's doing a joke about abortions because he's like a pro-abortion joke. Yeah. But like from a weird slant and he just goes, can you imagine being born evidence? <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, that's such a funny line. That is a pretty funny line. Of like to yeah. describe an aborted fetus as evidence. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I don't want to be born evidence. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was something about it's like funny. it was something about murder and abortion. About how like the uh, the baby would be like a like a piece of evidence in the fake oh, yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, such yeah, a genius. Yeah. Like, absolutely. goddamn, dude. Like, and he says he defends Days of Thunder, and he says day. Days of this this comic genius says Days of Thunder is the greatest movie ever made, <laughs> and that lo and loves the Scott brothers. I, I cannot. Oh, oh, I mean, hey, they they've had both had. Great I mean, they careers. just churned out nothing but hits. Yeah, they, they Tony had a lot Scott of hits. was a little more obscure, but he did well. He did. He did. Let me pull up his fucking. He did. Top, I went over top the gun filmography. Is his high, that's his high watermark. Is Top Gun, but he also directed. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, true romance you know yes in, in 93 you know and it's it definitely has a tony scott feeling to true it, romance you know? crimson tide enemy of the state man on fire and deja vu and unstoppable really fell in love with denzel washington towards the end of his life yeah well he suicide had, uh, by jumping off the vincent thomas bridge jesus in the los angeles harbor wow. of San uh, Terminal Island, baby. He fucking if that isn't the fucking most literal shit ever. Well, I'm sure that that was his poetic. It's terminal. <laughs> My condition is terminal. Terminal Island, where me and Crocius will both end up working. <laughs> exactly. That's what's all gonna. That, <laughs> that's what happens with L.A. It just shakes the rest of the country down to that kind of that. That's the catch basin, you know. Everything, every, every weirdo well, in, yeah, in, in the, the port. country. It all goes know? into the port. You know, it just kind of comes from the country down and you know it's you know it's got it's so he did beverly hills cop 2 after oh Top yeah Gun. absolutely those are two hits those are days two of thunder was hits. 90 um yeah days of thunder days of thunder i think they wanted it to be like top gun like this cultural phenomenon we're gonna put fucking nascar on the map oh absolutely um absolutely. and it didn't do tear it's not a flop but i think it just kind of put them in a weird like stalemate in hollywood yeah yeah, because <laughs> they were like, it's not Top Gun. You said it was going to be Top Gun, and well, like, but to, it made like three hundred million dollars, and yeah. they were like, yeah, but it was supposed to make like four fifty. Yeah, yeah, and be, and be this phenomenon, cultural phenomenon. It's like, well, listen, man, it was still successful, but yeah, that meant that's when Cruise was. He I met mean, Nicole Kidman on that set, so it absolutely. cost fifty five million dollars, and it made one hundred and fifty seven point nine. So it made its money back. Yeah, but that's not as big as they wanted it to be. They wanted it to be like three hundred million. While the movie was neither based on a true story, oh, I want to get into the fucking reaction. Yeah, there was a weird, the scripts back then got, <laughs> they were kind of weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, Days of Thunder has Tom Cruise yep. and plenty of Flash going for it, but aren't enough to compensate for the stock plot and two-dimensional characters. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense, you know, but they try to make it like, you know, it, there was a certain gloss to it. 
that you know from an aesthetic point of view it like that was part of the razzmatazz with it you know so this we're gonna is get you interested following just some razzmatazz i love that word razzmatazz hey it's gonna be following tony scott's death in 2012 film critic stephen metcalf argued that the film marked an important turning point in the history of american film industry uh that sounded like a russian person just read that yeah. uh the best film he made may well have been crimson tide uh, he wrote in Slate, but the most important film he made was Days of Thunder. The excesses of its production and its failure to equal Top Gun's magnitude of box office success, he argues, helped end that era that followed the failure of Heaven's Gate 10 years earlier. Interesting. Uh, the studio's willingness to indulge director Michael Cimino on that film, as other studios had been doing to that point, led to a backlash where studios favored producers like Simpson and Bur uh, Bruckheimer, whose films bar far more... That was so... I'm really tongue-tied here. It's okay, man. Simpson and Bruckheimer, whose films bore far more of their imprint than any director who worked with them. Crimson Tide made several years after Days of Thunder was the critical and commercial success it was because after similar excesses, the producers... This guy's a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying, but hold, look at Quentin Tarantino. One sentence. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You laugh, but seriously, I'm a big fan. To me, Days of Thunder is the movie Grand Prix and Le Mans should have been. Sure, it had a big budget, big stars, and a big director in Tony Scott, but it had the fun of those early AIP movies. I just don't think it works when you take the whole thing too seriously. Like, so yeah, he's so saying it should have been like a grindhouse type of flick. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> go, Grand baby, go. <laughs> yeah, that era of Hollywood. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because I remember, you see, I, I didn't like Cruz, so I wouldn't go see his movies. Because again, I, I was saying this when we came on air, he, he was an archetype guy. It's when I realized how uncool I was by knowing Tom Cruise was like this total stud because he was this cocky guy. And, and then women swooned over him in Top Gun. I mean, sw I remember being in the theater and literally hearing teenage girls oh, yeah. my age. Look, <gasps> that Can you imagine how scene, upset they were, they were when they're like, he's gay? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's probably women who tried, who like met up with him and tried to like fuck him, and he just like coyly knocked him down, and yeah, they were just yeah. probably walking home like a weird anti walk of shame. Like, <laughs> is my is that little shrimp? Yeah, Did yeah, he yeah. just <laughs> turn me the fuck down, that little homunculus fuck. <laughs> but, but it was uh, so that type, that caliber of type of guy, that archetype '80s guy, I really didn't like because, of course, I was uncool. I, I, well, I was you, funny, you like know? we know on this show and for people <laughs> listening crow doesn't like the 80s well you know it's it's my teenage it wasn't years as, yeah yeah and and for i can fill in the blanks i know your story so well it was his teenage years he had moved from dc to wisconsin which was a pivotal moment in his life yes. it really changed the gears of his angst yes. and, he, and he directed a lot of it towards that situation yep and so i think this a lot of it was not enjoyable because you were like i should be in the murder capital of the world right now <laughs> i should at least be having a better experience than what i'm ha having right now in this all that is white, a fucking bummer know? dude not even just the race part but like you're moving from just the northeast to fucking mecca yeah of the world yeah to wisconsin yeah yeah no it, it, it was a complete For what a 50 grand a year extra well I, no i don't oh no it wasn't even that it was it was restarting your life it was restarting your life. Like, we're, we're going to do a do-over. I mean, my mom and my stepfather were 36 years old. I, I was 13. Like, they were in their mid-30s, you know, and they're like, okay, we're going to pull up stakes and, you know, we're going to move here and, and just live here, which was like a complete mistake. Total family. When you think of certain, like, moments in your family's history, there's got to be pivotal moments where you're like, oh, yeah, 
that was a real problem. That was a fucked yeah. up moment that like the dysfunction is like clear, you know, and it's like that was a moment of like, Do you know what my moment know? was? I remember when I was four, three uh-huh. or four. Yes. I don't I know I was young because I don't fully remember it. All I remember is like so my dad used to leave for the bar at like two in the morning he would just leave and try and take me like he would be like let's go and my grandparents would argue with him and i think he was doing this he was trying to he was leaving the house at three two three in the morning and my grand my grandparents obviously were like don't like yeah yeah like what what are are you you doing doing?" yeah 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 exactly and (laughs) and the cops had to i think he he punched my my dad and grandpa fought because all I remember is one of the local cops standing in our living room with his thumbs in his little fucking gun holster, just like asking us questions and just not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember that moment of being like, I don't know what's going on, but something's wrong. Yeah. Like that was yeah. my one moment where I was like, I don't think this is normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, this doesn't feel right. doesn't feel right. You know? Like it's pretty yeah. late. I was wearing one of those t-shirt nightgowns. I was a big t-shirt nightgown kid. <laughs> you literally were a little kid. I'm sorry. Yes. The fact that your old man was bringing you a bar is so Chicago. His friends taught me how to play pool. <laughs> I watched one of the early Arizona Diamondbacks games when they had the purple cutoff uniforms, like their opening wow, year. Wow, like 93. From the TV in Tui's Pub. No, it was 98, but 97. Or five. It might have been 95. No, no, no. I think... No, they, you're, you're they, right. You're they right. got announced in 93. Because right. the Marlins right. debuted in 93. And then they announced... 93, 93 was, was... Tampa uh, Bay and Arizona. Yeah, exactly. And then 93 was Colorado and, and, and uh, Florida. Because exactly. 97, yeah. they won the World Series. And it was like their fourth year in existence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, that, that, that was the uh, Marlins. Exactly, the Marlins. Yep. Exactly. Wait, with the Diamondbacks, when they won at no one, it's because they had Randy Johnson and, and Schilling. But that probably was their like fourth or fifth I year. I feel like that was the start of expansion teams not necessarily being terrible right away. Oh, exactly. Oh, no, absolutely. The Blue Jays got good quick, but that was the late 70s. Oh, the Blue Jays were... The Blue Jays got good in their fifth year of existence. Their fifth year. They were an embarrassment for a good three years, but they Was drew it the A's well. and the fucking Blue Jays? The A's and the, the Blue Jays were the worst teams. The Blue Jays were 53 and 109. The year the A's were 54 and 108. Did you call them the Blue Jays? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, that was my, uh, my brother used to call them that, so... <laughs> We always had our names, the pathetic. Fuck yeah. The triple A's. Your brother the needs to come on this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah, I haven't talked to him in a little while, man. We still communicate, but I haven't really talked to him in a little it's while. Fucking, yeah. But no, but yeah, we know with, with fucked up moments like that as being a I'll let you tie Crocious up again uh, if you come on the show. If the- <laughs> you can torture him on air. Like the old days. Uh, 13, 13 years old. My mom, you know, trusted, got got remarried and was like, oh, this guy's supposed to be smart. He's got college degrees and shit. And it's like, no, it was a bad mistake. She was really unhappy there and she couldn't admit it that she, she made a mistake. And we could have gone back and moved back to to, to Virginia one year later. Right. And things would have at been least totally fine. Philly. You could have at least gone to Philly. No, no. We would have gone back to our old our house that she still owned. You know, it's like it's just there's so that, many that weird was your Dawson's Creek. That's you know? where your Dawson's Creek would have happened. I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably right off a nice small body of water. I, I was, young lady boats to your fucking dock every day. Well, when I think of my time in Wisconsin, I think I told you here's one of the experiences. One of the experiences I had a couple of bad bullying experiences. Here's the worst one to me, though. I think I may have said this before. I was 16 years old. Okay, gay. Uh, it was. Uh, 
not the situation no. you yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i was 16 and this horrible experience happened no, no be straight so, yeah so it was be a man <laughs> December 13th, 1985. It was snowing. It was snowing and was like a good six inch snowfall. Not a huge snowfall, but a lot of snow. We were down at a Rocky Rococo's pizza parlor, okay, hanging out with a teenage These two friends. were about to fight, dog. And, and so then uh, two, a uh, uh, couple women came, came around, a couple women came around and were kind of hanging out. You know, it was classic high school thing, like six, guys, six women and six guys, and you're kind of in a group and we're outside and guys are kind of pushing each other around. And this happened to me, a friend of mine who was supposed to be a good friend of mine, but he took my legs out from underneath me and I fell on my back and I fell on my back. I'm putting and, action music and, behind and, this, and, Daddy. And, and everyone got around me in a circle. All the guys got started chanting and pointing and saying, Jew. Oh. Jew. Oh. Jew. Are you even Jewish? Jew. No, I'm not Jewish. My stepfather was Jewish. Wow. But th- that's what they did. Like, Jew. What a bunch of Jew. Dumb you know? Wisconsin assholes. You know, it, it, it was just like, and that was a real, and they, they were supposed to be my friends. These were supposed to be my friends. So you should have been like tards. Tards, tards. No, I was, I was in such shock. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. I was, I was like, whoa, this is happening. Can you I know? tell you one of yeah. my moments where? Yeah. So when I was a kid, we were having a snowball fight. Yeah. And it was uh, my older sister and her friend, who eventually ended up being one of my best friends, uh, yeah. Bobby. Yeah. The Doyle clan, all yeah. the Doyles. That's how I met my best friend Wesley. It was all everything happened through the Doyles. <laughs> what a great, what a great local family name, by the way. Yeah, that's perfect. It's perfect. So we were having a snowball fight, and they fucking got me in the face with like an icy oh, snowball, like a real hard one. Yeah, and I yeah. had just seen a documentary about some dude who had to get half of his face removed because he got gangrene. Oh, oh yeah. And yeah. so, dude, I rolled around like I just got hit with a Nolan Ryan fastball and I was screaming that they were going to have to cut my face off. <laughs> and my sister and Bobby were standing above me, just cackling, laughing, like laugh pointing at me. And I, I remember being like, this is like, you guys are awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like that was yeah. a moment where I was like, this will eventually be funny, but this is they're like, this is doing some damage. Oh, yeah. Like this yeah. is dragging a knife across my brain. <laughs> I'll never forget. Yeah, it's funny you mention that. <laughs> but knives, knives and brains. No, I, I had the same thing. I was, I was eight years old, and there was like there was a quad area where I lived in a a bunch of townhomes. They shared wall space. That being said, though, you know, I was being a total puss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So there were all these probably 50 homes and then they had their quads all came like their their backyards was a quad area. So all the kids played. So my experience of being a kid is playing a lot, being outside and playing a lot was my childhood. Eight, nine, ten too. years old, played a lot. Whenever you know? I would watch Saturday mornings for me, you wake up at seven in the morning, cartoons yeah. start noon. Maybe you watch Sweet Valley High. Because yeah. that was the more teen show. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I got in. That's yeah. how I got into my teen drama. Yeah. Like, so once the kids shows would end, we would go outside and reenact like the shows we had just watched. Wow. When you were like five, six, seven years old, even up until I was like 10, when okay. I got, yeah. you know, what changed that is 1998 when the Cubs, when Carrie Wood struck a dude, Carrie Wood striking out 20 people was a pivotal turning point in my entertainment. Like, yeah, I really took a liking to 
baseball. That was yeah. like, yep. I was always a Cub fan, but 98 was like the year. Yeah. Well, it's because they were, they were good. They were good that year. Like that's yeah. when I was like, I watched the whole, all season with my grandpa because it was the first year I was back in Sauk Village from Indiana. Yeah. So I would go to my grandparents every day after school. Yeah. And I remember just really watching every game with my grandpa, him telling me about growing up by Comiskey Park, that he could read a newspaper because the lights were so bright. Like, yeah. Yeah. All that shit. A game with my grandpa, my dad would give me a dollar and want change. All that fucking old man shit. <laughs> so I just yeah. got all that fucking father, grandpa, baseball. Yeah. B- like gross bullshit they talk about. Yeah. I got all of that in 98. Well, that's a good, it's a good thing, you know, so it's a good thing. And I kind of remember not 93 when they made the playoffs or wasn't it, or was it 90? What was when they or 89? Uh, 89 they made the playoffs kind of remember 89 because they had they had uh grace and uh samberg i do know that shawan dunston was my guy growing up my boy <laughs> shawan yeah he, he was the first he overall for, pick. for like 37 years he was the first overall pick of the 82 draft and then he left for the mets and then came back came back yeah but he was uh he was in the 80 the 84 team that was you know kind of a legendary uh cub team uh, Larry Bow was the shortstop, and Dunstan was in spring training. Terry Pendleton, and, and it was, <laughs> and it was Larry Boa was uh, was a total dick to Sean Dunstan because it was Doug just like, Glanville. He's, he's going to earn his job. He's going to take his job. Wasn't Doug Glanville on those teams? Not in '84. '84. Here's who it was. It was Bobby Freddie McGriff. De- no. it, it was Bobby Denier in center field. Keith Zonk Moreland in right field. Left field was Gary Sarge Matthews. Oh, I know. Third base his was son Ron played in '98. Yeah. Uh, 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 shortstop Larry Boa, uh, second base Ryan Sandberg. First base was actually it, Grace was not on the team yet in '84. Was on Leon, the bottle Rick it, Sutcliffe? It, it was Leon Durham. The, the catcher was Jody Davis, and and Sutcliffe was the, was the main pitcher. They traded for him from the Indians in the middle of June. He was 16 and one the rest of the year. But, but yeah, my point is though with uh, 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 w- with those Cub teams is they were. Um, uh, yeah, exciting to watch. You know, they 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 were they, they, you, you sort of you know you, you knew of them. You know, they they were sort of a thing. You know, we got but, true lies right. Yeah, I never here. saw. God, she was still getting a paycheck. Wow. Who fucking Tia Carrera? Yeah, from uh from Wayne's World. <laughs> wow. She was still getting a paycheck in movies. Why not? My dad was in love with her. Oh, she was a pr- oh she was you know, an there was a por- you know beauty. there's a porn star named Asia Carrera. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that's why my dad liked her because <laughs> it was like Asian Carrera. They kind of uh, look similar. This is, uh, this is just. I watched this with my parents, and they made me shield my eyes when he she like fucking does the sexy dance. Oh yeah, because <laughs> she has to pretend to not be his wife. <laughs> this is almost like a Mister and Mrs. Smith thing, where like the housewife gets involved, but she doesn't know he's a secret agent. This is Cameron. This is J- James Cameron directed this man. <laughs> James James Cameron Crow. How you put all how you put the bands together? That's how I put it. You mean James Cameron Crow? No, it's James, I think James Cameron did this. This was posted. Yeah, Tom Arnold and I are, are very good friends. Sorry, that's my horrific Arnold Schwarzenegger attempt at an impression. So this movie culminates with him riding a fucking jet. Yeah, I, like I, goddamn fucking uh, like old boy from Doctor Strangelove. I, I, I never slim pickings <laughs> like slim pickings. That is a great pull for someone who's as young as me. Absolutely. For someone as spry and young. You know, I don't look 33. I was told that at work today. Good for you. Yeah. You know, I probably look 29. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hear that anymore. I'm, I'm starting to look old now. I'm certainly, I'm certainly that's Daniel Craig before he, be, no, it's just kidding. That's not Daniel Craig, but uh, yeah, this, he movie, was banging around it. He's probably doing old, like Shakespeare 
British TV movies. Uh, I was not. Uh, I was not seeing this in the theater. Uh, I was now becoming a young adult when this came. I was in. I was in Wicker Park in ninety three, ninety four when this came. Yeah. out. I was spreading my wings as a young adult. You know, and being out of my family. I'm going to look up. Don't tell me. I'm going to look up 1990. What year was this? This is 94. This is 94. I'm going to look up yeah. movies in or 1994 and yeah. I'm going to guess which one's your favorite. Forrest Gump. Whoa. I saw that in theaters. I saw the theater. I love Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forrest Gump is a good movie. You know, it was. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not an obscure one. Um, <laughs> Shh. Schwarzenegger was still kind of like, let's see, <laughs> seriously taken here. This is. Did again. you like Four Weddings and a Funeral? No, I never saw it, but I would never see it. Fucking Gump, Blue Sky, Ed Wood. Ed Wood was Pulp right. Fiction was your favorite movie of '94. I didn't get it initially. I was too square. No, no, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I got it. Yeah, seeing that in the theater was like you. What about were... Ace Ventura or Mask? Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber came out the same fucking year. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. He literally took over the world in a in a summer. Yeah. When I first started doing stand up comedy, you probably hated him. No, so no, hard. no. He no, was like, I, I didn't get him. I didn't really, I didn't really get Jim Carrey that much. I really didn't. But then I realized when I watched him, I was like, this guy's a very good physical comedian. Excellent. He's very good physical comedian. The best Led Zeppelin album. <laughs> that's a good down pull too down, 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 i'm nailing it with the gen x jokes dude my english teachers loved me <laughs> talking about mash making all the gen x jokes there you go my man. english teacher mr gas told me that i was an old soul that's what he said yeah which is a compliment but it also means that you're you come from some damaged stock yeah I feel like yeah. old souls like yeah you're forced to become old you know you don't you watch every episode of mash with your father for a reason yeah <laughs> you're not doing that voluntarily yeah. that's because he puts it on he falls asleep on the remote and if you move him he'll he might elbow you because you can't touch him when he sleeps <laughs> so you're watching mash and you end up loving the show <laughs> you connect you yeah. bond over mash. and then northern exposures on after it and you're See, like i he, like northern this exposure. was as middle eastern as they could get by the way the terrorist i'm sorry uh, uh, yeah what, italian no yeah this is as middle eastern as they can get because it, it's middle eastern terrorists he has to take down on this i believe this is yeah, this is like Got the fucking great this is like Vito. this is v uh, it looks like the bad guy from uh from from the, the coke movie cobra <laughs> Oh, he's, he's, he had to do the jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to make a homophobia joke. Oh, they... Look at... Immediately, there'd be like <laughs> collateral... Oh, look at this poor guy. Yeah, the action movie now is so much more realistic and just looks better now. I mean, and these were dynamic scenes. We're reaching the, the end. I Now we're seeing what that guy was saying of like the excess of these budgets yeah like yeah. i understand the fight in the bathroom but why the flashing lights and the yeah. water <laughs> like there's not there ain't just pipes and walls in bathrooms <laughs> it's just drywall man well, i mean there's like a pipe and set and design was getting paid some money they had a big staff you know the toilets these are, movies are money makers the toilets you know? are connected to a pipe there's not just yeah. a, a maze of pipes in yeah. the walls of bathrooms. <laughs> I've hidden drugs in bathrooms. I know what the inside of walls look like. Oh, yes. It, it comes down to this guy. This would be, I, I always like that, too. It's like there's the three guys, but there's the one Pro, true badass. This movie just started. <laughs> comes down to nothing. It comes down to no. him riding a jet like Slim Pickens. <laughs> no, when I say comes down to, I mean comes like the scene comes down to him having to take on three people. And then there's always the one badass guy. Oh, yeah. What was it? Oh, he had a funny line there. Shit. I, I was talking. Oh, he probably. Probably was just like, oh, flush, flush you when done. you're done. 
Flush one down. Make sure you pick up the seat. <laughs> this is a... Yeah, this guy, he's just a Fucking cra- Darren Bodecker coming in with a gun. <laughs> with a little bit of a wig on, you know? <laughs> That's totally good. He's got that same kind of... He got that look in his eye, you know? He's... A- uh, oh, I hope he's listening to this. That's that's Debo with his. He would wear a jacket like that too. Just tune up the bathroom on his motorcycle, dude. You know, coming with his with his son with his helmet attached. Owning a motorcycle in Chicago is it's uh, fucking risky. Yeah, absolutely, it is. You know, but the gas mileage. But it's also can ride. Like, you can ride the fucking Lamont and back <laughs> on two tanks. I there was this guy who used to come to the fucking this old dude who used to come to the video store I worked at. Yeah. A he used to try and express to me how mind blowing it was to see, uh, two thousand and one <laughs> in the movie theaters. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Really tried to convey how groundbreaking it was. I believe him. But yeah. He was bad at conveying it. Yeah. You you this was a real good one. He have a bad Chicago accent. He just kept saying the same thing of just yeah. like you don't understand like. <laughs> then explain and it's it just to like me. dude yeah. i get it you were on acid when you saw it i get it but then he also rode a motorcycle and he told me he goes i fill this up once a month yeah he just drove around stager illinois he wasn't going anywhere he fucking <laughs> probably worked at roadway everyone worked at roadway oh man the trucking company <laughs> yeah that was like the big employer in town. coming back around my best friend wesley works in the same building but it's not roadway anymore really yeah it sucks them all in is he got some Chinese symbol now or something? No, yeah. it's like some, it's still a trucking, he drives, he's a dock, he's a dock worker. Oh, exactly. I, Making absolutely. union, union good him, dollars. Man. Good for him, man. That's not a bad Ooh. Gig. Yeah, this is, these, that was these a good, were, that was a good side swipe. That yeah. would, that fucking scene of action got me. Yeah, I mean, this, these were definitely, you know, action This is why people need time. to watch the video though, because we're, you can watch True Lies behind us. We're not stealing this movie. Yeah. I can remember, this is when Bob Dole, I think. What, what year was this? Was, would you figure the 94, year 94. I like to say, I remember Bob Dole being like, yep, you know, 94. You know, Clinton goes to Hollywood. Well, you should go see a movie like True Lies because he, he was like throwing a bone to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because we Republicans lie. I'm trying to be hip, you know? <laughs> he was very Nixon-ish. <laughs> I remember getting that vibe as a kid of like, this guy yeah. seems like the grand, like you don't want to go to, it's like if the grandparent where you're like, I don't want to go to Uncle Bob's house or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's just too stern or something. Yeah, or he, he not draws lines around. on all his liquor bottles and he, <laughs> he seems like the guy who takes the liquor out of the bottle and puts it in the fucking <laughs> opaque fucking ornate like uh, a, tipping a sifter, bottle. A sifter? Or yeah, with yeah, like yeah. or with the little fucking fake gem to <laughs> cork the top and shit. I judge people who take whiskey who like pour have like a bottle that they like yeah yeah have just a keep bottle, bottle just put a fucking bottle of evan williams on your shelf. yeah yeah it's okay you fucking yeah you're not low class if you do pig. that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> look at this this scene's still going on he's chasing him on a horseback well they, they, they feel right. budgeted this one yeah yeah absolutely all right they, i'm going to you crow because yep. i gotta i gotta put a fucking uh we, we actually might have to take a break because the tv camera went out oh okay okay yeah. um but we're right. 50 minutes in. Yeah. So yeah. it's good for a break. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's, let's do it. That's cool. And then I got a suggestion. Sure. When we come back. Yeah. Cause I, I will, we'll preview it now. Do you want to watch what, let's say we cap off the romantic comedy segment. Cause we've gone through yeah. everything we've watched from the, the urban genre. We've watched two can play that game. We've gone eighties. We've gone 2001. Yeah. We've gone, we've, we've hit it all. Yeah. We've never gone. We haven't gone British yet. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you about a man named Richard Curtis. <laughs> Him and Hugh Grant have a long storied career for four weddings and a funeral about a boy. I, I don't think he did about, about a, boy. a boy. I saw that in the theater. That might be a different guy. On a bad but date. What do you say we watch Love Actually? A Christmas themed movie. All star cast. We're talking Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, fucking Bill Nye, Hugh Grant. Yes. Penelope Cruz. Yes, I'm sold. Colin Firth. I, I'm sold. And it's got the... I think you're going to like this one. So we're I gonna, doubt it. We're going to take a break. Uh, <laughs> and they're just so cute when you watch them. You just Hold on. Keep yourself. doing that because I want to pull up the ads. Situations. It just, they're so cute. Well, wouldn't you just... If you were in that situation, oh, how would you handle that one? Oh, they just go... You're right. It's so the awkwardness of a romance. Woo-hoo-hoo. It's just so fun to I watch I love that it. voice. <laughs> you think, I, I really enjoy watching those movies too. Oh, it's just... You just watch them and you don't... It's not serious. You could just for two hours. And I'm turning into an old, old Jewish lady in the Poconos. I think it was. Yeah. Morphing into that. But no. Oh, you know, I just love those movies. They're just... Oh, God, they're so much fun, you know, to watch a good rom-com. Just, oh, it makes you feel good. Yeah, there are good rom-coms. There are good. There are good. Annie Hall's great. It's great. Uh, I tell you what, Manhattan is... To me, that's the best... That's my favorite Woody Allen movie is Manhattan. It's just, oh, it's, he's matured. It's his true, like, it's to me, it's like his opus. Or I don't know if that's the right, term, the right term. It's it's high watermark, you know? It's a masterpiece. It's right. good. It's well, really good. What do you say we go to break here? Yep. We'll smoke up. We'll fucking re-rack Fuck these yeah, cameras. Man. We'll be back here Fuck in about yeah. a minute and a half or so. with all that great ice cream in the middle they made me go crazy didn't work huh nope my whole family's got nuts over these things i'm nailed i can't even be on the phone well was it worth it yeah yeah it was kirk are you on that phone the famous taste of bubble yum tasty treat can't be beat Gonna, we're back here we're for the second half. We're going to watch Love Actually. Okay, here, here we go. Okay, here we go, yeah. Oh, oh, we're, we're approaching from above. Studio Canal. It's, Studio Canal. <laughs> little Canal sex. It's sort of like trying for the will. You just, you're coming in through the clouds. Yeah. Well, this is love propaganda. hopeful music you got people smooching on the streets of london all sorts of interaction happening kids well this is kissing their parents braced children they're at an airport so what do you whenever i get gloomy with the state of the world i think about the arrivals gate at heathrow airport yes general opinion starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed that's hugh grant but i don't see that seems to me that love is everywhere Often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. 
Fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, husbands and wives, fat British baby. boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. What if they were, though? They were all messages of love. <laughs> if you look amazing. for it, yeah. I've got a sneaky <laughs> feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. <sighs> okay, it got me a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest with you, it did. It got me a little bit. Well, the, you know what I like about so this is Richard Curtis. He did four weddings and a funeral, the Bridget Jones Diary. So Bill Nye plays this aging. I, feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I, feel I have this song stuck in my head daily. <laughs> he's an aging mu- musician. <laughs> yeah, and he's recording a Christmas version of this song, <laughs> and he keeps fucking it up. I'm afraid you did it again, Bill. <sighs> It's just I know the old version so well. He's just a junk British <laughs> voice. And I've just pickled my brain and a right, bunch of okay, gin. Let's go. <laughs> they do this, I think, like three times. Of course. I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Feel it in my toes. That is a Neumann U87 they're all singing out of. That is an industry standard music studio yeah. microphone. Those microphones yeah. cost three thousand dollars. Wow. I feel it in my fingers. In my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Feel it in my toes. Yeah. Christmas is all around me. He did it. Laura Linney's in this. They show Laura Linney's tits in this. Wow. Little, little. It's rated R, too. Oh, and the dude who plays Bilbo Baggins is in it. Liam Neeson's in this. Yeah. And they also, um, so, uh, old boy, the dude who plays fucking, uh, Bilbo Baggins or Frodo. Yeah, 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 yeah. In The Hobbit. Absolutely. His thing in this is he's a stand-in for porn. So his whole time, he's like standing next to this naked chick, like air banging her and like (laughs) connecting with her. So I'll break down the loose plot. All these people, it's basically about these different people in different various relationships in London, five weeks leading up till Christmas. And they're all going through like Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson are going through marriage trouble. Hugh Grant is the prime minister and he's got this cute little intern. Yeah. Um, <laughs> him and his, uh, Bill Nye and his manager butt heads. It's just yeah, about yeah. these different relationships crisis leading up to Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, it's and this is fucking Colin Firth. And I think so he lovely. is about I to find you. out that he is getting cheated on. Um, and while this is happening, <laughs> what do you say we get into some fucking news or this week in TV history? We had stuff happen. A lot of olds died this week. I tell you what, that's true, man. I mean, I'm surprised we we buried leads earlier yeah, in the first half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. Well, the the one that hit me was Hank Aaron, man. Hank Aaron, uh, uh, you know, uh, dying. I'm not gonna make a joke about it. Not dying. Rowan Atkinson's in this. Oh my god. Yep. He plays like a he's like a jeweler in the mall. Like so, it's, so it's what's a random, Neeson? What's Liam Neeson? Liam thing? Neeson is has got a son, and his <clears throat> wife is dead. It's me again. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I and he's he's the brother of Emma Thompson's character. <laughs> there's a chart of the interconnectedness of all these characters. Okay. Because by the end of the movie, there's like a web of how they all know each other. Yeah. Understood. 
how they connect. It connects us together. It binds us. These holidays are important on, on an emotional plane. Don't live that way every day of your life. Live it for very short periods of time. So, but you didn't remember Hank Aaron, did you? I did not remember Hank. Aaron. So Hank Aaron died. 1977. Uh, Larry King died. Yeah. <clears throat> Larry King. I'm surprised he made it to 87 because that guy smoked like a stack. I think for a good 70 years, he burnt cigarettes. Oh, man. check this out. You know? You're going to love this. I'm going to just spoil this for you because sure, okay. yeah. we, we're going to bounce around. Yeah. This kid hates being in London. He's a fucking shovel faced, ugly British fuck, and he can't get laid. So he wants to go to America because he's like Americans just love dudes with a British accent. I'll get laid. Oh, Sightseeing. Yeah, yeah. He goes to Wisconsin, rural Wisconsin, oh. and to this bar and gets laid immediately. It's at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's fucking great. So here's fucking Frodo, and they're like standing. They have to like frame the shot. Okay, so, <laughs> and now she's got to pop off her shirt. Ooh, I'm glad we got cover in this. We got a little. There's nudity in this movie. <laughs> Nice to meet you, Jack. See, that's why I like the British people, because they do these cheesy movies, but it's rated R. There's fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's tits. It's like real to life. Yeah. And British people are clever. That's fucking Andrew Lincoln Absolutely. from Walking Dead. That's Tawadale Chawidalui or whatever his name is. From uh, from Black... Is he, is he, no, he, what's he in? Is he in? He's not in Black Panther. No, no. Black Monday, probably. <laughs> no, he's been in a bunch of stuff, though. Yeah, that absolutely. is true. So his thing is <clears throat> he he's videotaping this wedding. Yeah. And he is in love with her. Oh, here we, uh, with Kira Knightley. Knightley. Oh, this is her like early early yes. movie in her career. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. he's in love with her but he pretends like he hates her. And then there's this, there's, I'm a, we'll probably watch it. There's a scene where, so he, she Wayne's like, a lot. well, she films the wedding, right? Oh, here he is. The Hugh Grant. I'm a Tony Blair labor prime minister. Dude, he fucking slams. Yeah. He meets with the American president and they have this scene where he fucking lays into America and like basically talk about Britain's not going to be pushed around. It's total wet dream. Richard Curtis. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Britain never, that's stands never up be to said. America. That's never, that's actually not going to happen. He's like, we like allies that are friends. And the United States is not our friend. <laughs> the fucking well, George Bush would have slit his throat. Well, the on fact site. is, you know, they were number one for many centuries, and then they got supplanted by the United States. So there's still a. So Larry King died today. Yeah. Day of recording. Oh, did, did he? Yeah. Wow. This morning I woke up to wow. Larry King. I think he died of COVID. Oh, really? I think really? so. Yeah. Well, he again, he must have had respiratory issues because he smoked. Like a Cleveland steel worker, okay? He smoked, all right? This guy smoked like a chimney, like a stack. Heat rockets. This guy literally was lighting a cigarette after he was with his, with his cigarette that was fading. That's what he was doing. He was a chain smoker. And I have respect for that. I have yeah. respect for that. People used to chain smoke <laughs> inside. You know, I'm of an era where people used to still smoke inside. You know? Yeah, so am I. I mean, that's up until even the late oh. 2000s. Like 20, 2010 is when smoking inside completely stopped. Yeah. It's certainly, yeah, because, well, they banned it in bars. And that basically carried over, you know. It, it's a good thing. <laughs> you can go into a smoker's house and you know you're going into a smoker's house, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here's his new intern. Oh, and that's... 
well that, he liked her injury. well he liked her because she said fucking stuff like she's got a foul mouth and he finds it charming okay. oh don't need to be so stiff around me oh yes i'm so british and everything is so professional when i'm walking through the way to my office okay See, this is so inconvenient. He said that's so inconvenient. So, so, so what happened he, to him? What, what, oh, because he like f- they like flirted with each other oh, openly. Yeah. Like yeah, he's basically go. saying, like, yeah, I yeah. really like this person, yep. and she's my assistant. Like yep. this, and I'm the fucking president. Yep. Of yeah. the of England, it'd be different if he's a president yeah. of Aon or something like that. <laughs> well, I know he's a prime minister. Yeah. yeah, it's an important position. There are certain appearances that have to be uh, upheld. You know, yes, 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 yes. You know, <laughs> he is totally young, man. The left, he's yeah. totally—he's a kid. So yeah, so we got Hank Aaron dying. You pointed out we had a lot of all Hall of Famers. It's oh, just that man. bracket where like all these people, COVID or not, or however they died. You know, these people were like eighty years old. Uh, yeah, it's Tom, just you're just getting where like a lot of people from your childhood are dying. Yeah, I know. Like, like athletes, Don Sutton. Yeah, Don Sutton died. He pitched for the A's in 1983, 84. Like 84. I told you off air, my dad and me and my dad got into a heated argument because I denied Don Sutton's greatness one day. Yeah. Because he was like, he was an excellent pitcher. And I was just like, shut the fuck up. I might have claritively said, no, he wasn't, which was yeah. probably what started it. Also, he was probably hopped up on the gold schlog, <laughs> which caused a lot of arguments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they fucking set up this whole... F- what if someone did this at your wedding? Everybody ends up being a part of it. We're going to get popped so hard for copyright. I, I, the Jackson Estate I, just demonetized I, our video. I This would bother me. And you know I, why the Jackson I, Estate? Know. Because he bought the Beatles yeah, catalog. Yeah, this, this scene actually annoys me fucking it annoys me but yeah i should blanket yeah, jackson just got paid. it's so cute and quirky like oh god so this is where Let's colin Firth finds out piece. that his breast oh, just, uh, his best friend is banging his wife the lady of the house let you in did she the lady of the house hey let's go in sir oh my sir you must come over here right now sir no i just thought i'd pop back for the reception see if she's better well she's naked yes listen um i've been thinking he is always like the he it looks like he's just a human stutter <laughs> like his body just his <laughs> well i'm sure he's an anxiety ridden performer because they all are you know i mean the things that drive you into this industry are your anxieties right yeah but <laughs> and maybe your mass so depression. we're basically what i'm saying is we're getting to the time where people everyone who remembers the brooklyn dodgers oh, you see, are dead here's the intersection oh. yes yeah oh yeah yeah well the brooklyn yeah the dodgers i mean larry king was one of the last people who was who rooted for the brooklyn dodgers absolutely. vin scully man he's gonna be one of the last ones too you know yeah, it was Hank Aaron uh, retired after the 1976 season. And as I've told you before, 1977 was the year I achieved sports consciousness when I became aware of sports. And so he wasn't playing. Look at him. He's trying to hit up all these broads. Yep. yep. This is still the era when you could just troll a fucking room for yeah, some snatchola. Isn't it still that way? <laughs> yeah, but you'll get fucking singled out and you'll get HR'd immediately. Well, not, yeah, not, not at work. You can't do it at work. Yeah, you can't no, do that. No, but there's a life HR. You there's know. an HR of society. Oh, God. Usually a broad name. That's your Karen's. Man, yeah. Karen's the head of HR. Oh, man. Jeez. I should have asked you to do this one. What a, what a did. horrible, you know. God, I wish you hadn't turned it down. I didn't. <laughs> right. 
I've just worked out why I can never This is like the Stephen Merchant Here's where he of says it. Look. They're stuck up, you see. Then I am primarily attractive to girls who are, you know, cooler. Game for a laugh. <laughs> like American girls. Game for a laugh. So I should just go to America. I'm going to get a girlfriend there instantly. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's crap, Colin. Uh, that's where you're wrong. American girls would seriously dig me with my cute British accent. You don't have a cute British accent. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm going to America. Colin, you're a lonely, ugly arsehole. You must accept it. Never. I am Colin, god of sex. I'm just on the wrong continent, that's all. This, I mean, it's a ham-handed character, but there's some humor in that to me. All right. You know, I, I, there's some humor in that, you know? It, it's... I don't know. I, I, who knows? Lighten the camera. Yeah. Lighten the camera. Yeah, you know, when I was in Brixton. I did. So. <laughs> so he's got a cup of boobs now. Okay. And he's like trying to break the ice with her. I was standing in for Brad Pitt once on seven years in Tibet. Yes, yeah. Bloody freezing. Sorry, guys. Time's pretty tight and we have to get the actors in. Fine. Fucking rip that, rip that top off. <laughs> Shield your eyes, children. Here they come. Blah! Oh, there we go. Yeah. Well, this would be so cold and impersonal. He's just got to cup them. <laughs> she, he had to light. He had to do the color balance on her boobs. This, this is like they're still paying homage to something Monty Python would do. This is like modern British, you know. It's her homage. But see, this to, is why I think you'd like it because it's yeah, got this decent, snark. Decent, yeah. I mean, no, no, this is. Hey, listen. This of what we've watched. This has sort of hit me the most, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's Junction 13 is just murder, isn't it? Yeah. Total gridlock this morning. <laughs> so, yeah, we got all these deaths. What else happened? What can we run through? Well, yeah, with, with Hank Aaron. So, I, I don't, I mean, Hank Aaron, if you look at his numbers, also, I, I didn't realize, I didn't realize he had thousands and thousands of death threats when he was in a break Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth record. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, what a bizarre that racism was tied in like, this is our sport and you're not going to take well, our sport. I was sport telling her too. about like, God, I was telling her about bigot, those man. dudes who ran out onto the field to like pet him on the back. Yeah. They thought they were going to like they thought those dudes were going to like assassinate him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There exactly. were security guards ready to fucking pounce. That, that's such a 70s sports. You see, when I grew up too, like watching 70s sports, the, the, the crowds were allowed to storm the field. Like, I guess it happens in college sports somewhat, you know, the excitement of that. But that happened in a lot of pro. That doesn't happen now in pro sports. Doesn't happen. Doesn't like during big games. You see, you so storm the. You know, he's the, the eulogizing his wife right here. Through the immortal genius of the Bay City Rulers. The bye bye, baby, That's who they met. It's just some British shit. I bet the fucking well, the Bay City Rollers were yeah. S A T. It's their fucking. Uh, it's that age group that would have been. Oh, this is the aging yeah. baby boomer, you know. It's their menudo. Exactly. So yeah. That's so his met. deal. He's got this little fucker now. That elf that's to a, raise. That, that's a human being. That I, looks like a wood nymph. What is this? That might this be Cole so, Sprouse. I think that might be fucking one of. I think that might be the kid from Big Daddy. This is uh wow. I think you might be <laughs> still trying to make a living off that one. Yeah. I don't know though. I think it's all legit British people. But how about this cast, huh? Yeah. Oh, th yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, yeah. This is an all-star cast. It's yeah, just absolutely. on fire. Yeah. Andrew Lincoln cast. was the most obscure one at this point, I yeah. think. And Chawadali McFlu-Flu-Flu. Yeah. I just don't know his name. <laughs> I know it's a week of four or something like Chawettle. I know it's Chawettle. 
I think that's his first name. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah wasn't he in 12 so Years is, a Slave? He was in 12 Years a Slave. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was the slave. Um, yeah, Lo- him and Laura Linney Bang. You see her boobs, too. A lot of, lot of, uh, lot of mid-range tit in this movie. You know, hey, good for them. You know, they're showing, you know, it's, hey, it's part of the thing. Semi-beef tail. It's real. You know, it's a little more Euro. It ain't yes. so tense. Yeah, so. Uh, again, I also grew up in the era where the mainstream PG movie would always have a boob. I mean, that was like. You know, there was no internet for that. You know, that was my access to porn. Seeing a woman's breasts in airplane when they, did the you ever get into? You were a little older, but when cable came out and they had like the softcore porns. Oh no, I can remember like watching a little bit of like Manuel. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, it was like wow, this is a uh, this was edgy. That was an edgy. But thing. you remember the? What I get jealous of is you remember the big like titles. Debbie does Dallas. Oh yeah, Johnny Wad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other the other one was not Debbie Does Dallas, but there's another one too. Well, Behind the Green Door was like that was an old classic, but Debbie Does Dallas was definitely a porn that was talked about when I was like ten or eleven years old. There's this movie called Debbie Does Dallas. She's a Dallas cowboy cheerleader. If you see that movie, she is so coked out I've of her seen tree. It. <laughs> her her seen eyes it. are she literally gets gangbanged. Yeah, I mean Harry Bush. Yeah. So here's Alan Rickman. He's the head of this 70s, company. Man, you didn't shave it up. So here, Laura Linney works at this company. You have Alan Rickman, and yeah. he is, like, flirting with his boss. His deal is he starts, like, emotionally cheating. He doesn't actually do it, but he, like, buys this bitch a Christmas gift. <coughs> like, he does, like, the everything but having sex with her. Oh, God. You know, oh, God. Um, Maybe I'm... It's just, you know... And he, he just reveals too many He of my basically failings. just told Laura Linney. He called Laura Linney in, and he said, Oh, by the way, you know that guy you're in love with? Did you tell him yet? And he's basically calling her out for like everybody in the office knows you're in love with this guy. Yes. Oh, that is that is bad news. Barzas thought that maybe the time had come to do something about it. Like what? Invite him out for a drink, and then after about twenty minutes, casually drop into the conversation the fact that you'd like to marry him and have lots of sex and babies. You know that? Yes. <laughs> do do do. And so does Carl. Uh, yeah. So does Cal. <laughs> it's Christmas. You know, Rickman. He's great. Rickman, a decent actor, you know? What else could we run through? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, uh, Seaver died. We're definitely going to have mean, to skip around because this is a two hour movie. Uh, yeah, but, so, I mean, all these athletes that I So recall, that's the guy he loves. She loves. Oh, oh And they okay. do bang. That's, that's where you see her boobs. Okay, okay. But then her schizophrenic brother calls in the middle of it and they have to, like, stop. Okay, okay. See, that's what I'm saying. The Brits yeah. throw a little bit of that real yeah, shit, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, man. I mean, they know how to place it in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it all, and there's no, like, hardcore drama where it's like... Radio Watford. Fellow broadcasters here. Yeah. Eventually, the studio's going to look like that. We're going to have a goddamn console. Yeah, man. So, Bill Nye's thing in this is he put out this Christmas song, and he just goes on media and just shits on it, and it makes it popular. Oh, okay, okay. Single cover of Love is All Around. Except we've changed the word love to Christmas. (laughs) Yes, uh, is that an important message to you, Bill? <laughs> Not really, Mike. Christmas <laughs> is a time for people with someone they love in their lives. That's not you. I'm That's a, not me, I'm Michael. a drunk pirate. When I was young and successful, I was greedy and foolish, and now I'm left with no one, wrinkled and alone. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Thanks for that, Bill. 
for, well, for actually giving a real answer to a question. It doesn't often happen here at Radio Watford, I can tell you. <laughs> That's a drop now. The, yep. truth. the best shag you ever had. Britney Spears. Wow. <laughs> no, only kidding. <laughs> she was rubbish. Okay, um, here's one. How do you think kind of the funny. new yeah. record compares? Well, British people are snarky. There's good kind con- <laughs> I think what we're getting at is Americans are garbage at making... F- like writing movies, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's hey, listen. The, the, they speak the king's English. They know how it's supposed to it work. It really is they kind of like the pacing of well, it. Well, and it know? really is kind of a like there's a scrappy blue collarness to even this dialogue. Where like there's kind of reality steeped in everything. And, yeah, and our movies are very like. They don't want you to think about reality. Rose-colored glasses yes. thing yeah. of like, this is how we want love for... This is how we want to shape the idea of love. Yeah. Of like, yes, yeah. Two strangers run into each other and they're soulmates. <laughs> yeah, I know, because that happens so often. Like this movie know? at least, and this is even like probably for like it's a five-week period and they all develop or undevelop these relationships where in an American movie, this would be like us like one week... <laughs> We're going on yeah, vacay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A weekend yeah, vacay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A it, trip it, it, at yeah. the beach turns out to be the trip of his life. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen that instantly, I think. When you know? Donna Big Tits stumbled onto the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're totally right. They have a longer lead up, which, I, yeah, so I respect Dude, the, did honestly. you know Jenna Juggs is coming to this party? <laughs> You've liked her since sophomore year, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Four weeks, okay. Four weeks, Christmas. Yes. Going uh, what's going on at the Department of uh, Education uh, uh, now? This I is when he. I'm going to fast forward through this. This is basically when he tells his staff that he's going to fucking tell the fucking U.S. president to slick a goddamn dick. You know, we were both rowers at Cambridge, and when we beat Oxford, you ran the hammer. I was the stroke. Here we go. And then, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, what a good poll I went. This is when he does it. Uh, Mr. President, uh, has it been a good visit? Very satisfactory indeed. Look, it's Billy Bob, baby. We uh, got what we came for. Yeah. And our special relationship is still oh, very special. fucked Angelina Jolie. See, this is... T- I love that word, relationship. It covers all manner of sins, doesn't it? God. I fear that this has become a bad relationship. He looked at him in the eyes. On the president taking exactly what George he W. Bush would have taken out a bow knife things. and slit his fucking throat and really Colombian <laughs> necktied him right there on TV. Look at she, well, her, uh, look at her fucking pusses just dampening. We may be a small country, yes, but we're a great one too. But we are great, a country of Shakespeare. Because we have Church, pride. Sean Connery, Harry Potter, speak our language. David Beckham's right foot. But our economy is but one-sixth of the size of yours, and we can't accept that fact. So, therefore... He's no longer a friend. No. <laughs> and since bullies only respond to strength, from now onward, yeah. I will be prepared to be much stronger. Yeah, don't be a bully to us. And the president should be Yeah. Yeah. So, the rest of this movie should be the war with America that would start <laughs> yeah. if the well, prime minister would, said that. It'd certainly be a frosty relation. There wouldn't be a war, but no one would ever say anything like yeah. that in public. It's just like... Fucking, they would I'm send, the, they would send SEAL Team 6 in to dig up Margaret Thatcher <laughs> and rip her clitoris right off her fucking corpse. <laughs> yeah, Put it I, in the I, fucking... That would be harsh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it would be... <laughs> But yeah, that just would uh, never yes, be said. I'm very busy and important. But it is an English white dream. Although we all know well that's done. We all know that's ridiculous. Margaret Thatcher's clitoris is dust at yeah, this yeah. point. <laughs> it was dust uh, ten years, uh, eighteen years before she, she died. Was alive. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Dust, you know. <laughs> oh, the sandpaper is putting my labia together. 
the free market. Some guy went to go eat her out and he blew it away. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. She's so bad. I made a papier mache. Thatcher such a... Papier mache. So they're fucking wrapping Christmas presents. Yeah. Just in case we skip it around. Yeah. He fucking starts talking to his secretary. Because he's in... Yeah. He's like, he doesn't... He just wants to fuck her. Like, they just... they. His situation is they're in, like, a stagnant relationship. It's all yep. business. Like, yep. there's no more fucking zest left in it yep. so he basically yep. wants the fuck toy and then like i love my wife yeah like the tiger woods type of thing yeah, yeah. so he tells her he's gonna like he texts with her and he's yeah. like i'll buy you anything yeah. so him and emma thompson go to the mall to buy christmas gifts and he goes to buy this secretary jewelry and emma thompson walks in oh and he plays it off like i'm getting it for you oh 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 or like or he yeah, puts yeah. it back but then she's like oh i'm getting a bracelet then yeah. at christmas he gets her a fucking Joni mitchell cd and that's when she finds out like she thinks like oh my god oh, yeah. who did he buy that for yep exactly All right, so here's hugh grant <laughs> brits love 80s fucking pop yeah yeah He's dancing around. You think a president he's ever a prime did this? Minister would he's do Tom this. cruising yes. around the White House. Oh, this is so bad. See, this I don't like. This, this is where like. it broke you. This is hand. Well, this happens. Then we'll talk about Dave Stewart yeah. getting hundred and fifty. So, Crocious is an Oakland A's fan. We're go. We're going into sports. We're a very yeah. manic podcast, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I got a fucking, I don't know how long that was black, but we're yeah, back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just Mike. So uh, okay. former Oakland A, Dave Stewart, for people who don't know, the Oakland A's are a team that is never, they're not terrible ever. They haven't, yeah. they've had very few years where they're like in the basement, yeah. but their stadium is in last place. Oh yeah. It's, at it, all it, times. It's one of the last. They've been in the most embroid since 2003, the Oakland A's have been threatening to leave Oakland if they don't get a new stadium. Well, yeah, they can't get it built in California, and they so, can't find a city to take it. Here's them, Colin first Spanish fucking... I'm very lucky. I've got For people, there should be subtitles. I never put on weight. I've seen this movie about five times, and uh, I still don't know what she's saying to him, but it develops love. I... Look at him, he's all over the place. Uh, I'm just a With writer. his typewriter. See, I'm an intellectual... But I'm writing things, you see, because I'm a man of the Well, and he's the kind of thing of like, it's messy, but it's my mess. Well, yeah, he, uh, hey, that's what everyone does, man, your desk. Your desk has a lot about So this are. is when they connect. So he's writing, he's got fucking stones on, his, on the lake. Yeah. All his papers blow into the water, and she fucking pops her clothes off and jumps in after him. Not totally naked, but yeah. enough to fucking move his cockney a little bit. She's speaking oh, some God, Portuguese or some bullshit. Oh. oh no! Just, just leave them, please. They're not important. They're not worth it. Stop! stop. No, don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> Slow. <sighs> That's a good housekeeper right there, though. Yeah. Risking yeah, visual is... sexual assault to save I the papers. I haven't actually felt a feeling like this after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God! A brown woman's. <laughs> She's got a lower back. Oh, she's oh got that Oh my god, it's back exotic! <laughs> well, I mean, that means she's seen you two live a couple times. <laughs> this is a woman that likes rock and roll. Yes. Do the same thing! Oh. Clutzes! He fell in. 
it's not worth it. You know, this isn't bloody Shakespeare. You know what? Can you guess what this is going to end with? Well, they're going to hook up, right? I mean, they're no, gonna, they're going to they they're going to build to a simultaneous laugh. Oh, okay, yeah, yes, and that'll be the connection. It's like the beginning of 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, because they don't understand each other. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a metaphoric men and women, but you know something? And you see what I'm saying about being exciting? I don't know what she's saying. Yeah, I don't know if she's pissed, but she, yeah, look at her. Okay. Thank you, thank you so much. My grandmother's corpse was wrapped in that blanket. I now we smell like old. Quite didn't like her water. It was very dark. I have mud all over my body. Do you smell that dust? It is dust. It's remains. We uh. <laughs> That's French, right? Could give you. Yeah, me here. Five percent of the profits. She probably also knows English. I wonder what she's saying. You're not going to know what she's saying. <laughs> Uh, or, um, um, uh, romance? Ah, uh, uh, yes. Oh, she's um, French. Yeah. Policial, crime. Yes, that I see. crime. Or do they start, like, writing a, uh, the, the script together? No, the they're just trying to communicate. She's asking him what his book's about. Oh, oh, okay. And he, romance? And he goes, no, I'm going to kill you. What if she he did that and she was just like, ah. yeah, yeah. She screamed and ran out of the house and then called the cops and was just like, this this white man is raping me. No, no, why? <laughs> that would be the American version of this. This, this is a well. She would also be being deported because, like I said, England would be in a very tense war with America right now because Hugh Grant popped off. It would there would not be a war, but uh, there would we be hell to nuke pay. Em. No. We'd nuke him. We. I mean, we're, we we're talking do. about a world with Billy Bob Thornton as the president. He would fucking go full sling blade on him. Fucking make him French fried mashed potatoes. <laughs> you know something? You know, you sling know blade something. came out in 94, right? 96. I saw it here in LA when I lived here. Look at that. So at the Los Feliz 3. Oh, 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 the awkward. Give, give her a hug. Just give her a little hug. So, yeah. Does that shock you that Dave Stewart has $115 million? Yeah, so Dave Stewart, yeah, former Oakland A, he, he is in a group, 20 game winner. That, uh, four, four years in a row, 87, 88, 80, uh, 89, and 90. He won 20 games in a row, or uh, four straight years. Or 20 games in four straight seasons. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think he's, so you said he, he has an investment group that's actually buying the, because I, I think the county or the city of Oakland owns a portion. It owns half of the stadium. Yeah, so he's actually bought that half. In an attempt to move the stadium somewhere else, it's like, I don't know, man. I this just feels like a big old hail mary. I they, they should not be a franchise. I mean, they're they're just you know the the Bay Area is dominated by the San Francisco Giants. You know, the Oakland A's are good, but uh, so but, here's you know. a scene here. I'm gonna fast forward a little bit into it. This is pivotal. So she's coming over because she she wants to see the wedding video. Yeah, and it's not ready yet, and just to leak it. He's in love with her. Oh, yeah. But he pretends like he hates her. Yeah. So she's coming over trying to, like, break the ice. Munchies. Because she knows, like, I want to be friends. You're my husband's best friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, they watched the wedding video, and he only kept the camera on her the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So she realizes that that, that he's in love, and then they kiss, and she basically says, like, I can't be with you, but I love that you love me. 
and like he yeah. leaves it and then just the whole movie and that's how their shit ends like even at the end of this it's movie like at the yeah, end yeah. of this movie he knocks on her door and she like tells him to leave but then she runs out and they kiss and then she runs back in the house yeah yep but like that's yeah. what i'm saying in an yeah. american one they would get together yeah yeah but exactly. in this they exactly. realize like no it's not possible it's not possible yeah. like uh, have you, you kiss ha- twice and then you fucking move on it, it's sort of like uh, and then in 10 years it will end that marriage because yeah. she will eventually tell him the truth yeah god wow i i, I, when I had bad makeup uh, i'm thinking about makeup sex and also like the uh, so here we go she's seeing that it's all her Beautifully shot. Andrew Lincoln's a good fucking videographer. I'd be fucking mortified. <laughs> if what? If someone filmed like your wedding? Well, because I think his whole... He realized that he went overboard on yeah, shots. Because yeah, that's why she was... She's like, where's the wedding video? Like, I think he was going to trash it. Yeah. Yeah, because he realized... Oh, I, I can't yeah. give this to my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> she's she, like, she just won an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> Like fucking Christy Yamaguchi. That's hilarious. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I won. I'm a winner. I just won a husband. I won. Exactly. I won it. I won the the prize, which is getting married. You know, that's what it's all about. You know. We uh, also have some spicy this week in TV histories. Sure. Sure. Um. Yeah. So this week, uh, a little show called The A Team premiered. Wow. In 1984. Uh, no. 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 It was 83. 83. It was 83. You want That's to know how I know this? Because you loved A-Team? No, here's the... Re- well, you know, I liked it a bit. I liked it a bit. But I remember Mr. T... You never talked to me. Oh, we have never talked to me. When I was... You always talked to Peter. She basically says, like, you could have had, like... I... You both... I would have fucked both of you, but, like, you did, just didn't talk to me. I hope it's useful. Yeah. Don't show it around too much. It needs a bit of editing. Look, I gotta get to a lunch. He's so mortified he leaves her in his home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alone. But he's also a good artist. You see, he paints. He's a, you see he's got all his you know, look at that, he's a painter. You know, he's, he's Well and look, she wears a steam pipe hat. They're fucking made for each other. Self preservation <laughs> thing. They're both awkward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, this is you know, yeah, I, I, the unrequited sort of unspoken weird love, you know. It's also, come on, take yourself out of here. You're not a good editor. You didn't know what you were doing, buddy. You gotta, you gotta know you're, you're just oh, on dude, her. You, you tell know? your friend that I fucking got drunk and the tapes busted it. Fucking sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. I, 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 that's my wedding. You take the flack. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yes. Take me there within the acoustic A little bit of Katie Lang there playing in the background there. That's Katie Lang? I don't know. Man, I don't think so. Also, something that happened this week: uh, death of Heath Ledger. Oh, oh, in, in 08? Yep. Well, eighteen. Here's, here's back back to the eighteen. Yep, eighteen. Here's the reason why I, I remember it being eighteen because because Mr. T was in the crowd at Super Bowl seventeen, which was the first Redskins Super Bowl when, when they beat the uh, the Dolphins, their first championship. 
and uh, he he was NBC was uh, you know was covering it, Dick Emberg, and they 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 had the camera on Mr. T, and they were like premiering after the Super Bowl or a week of you know a week from now the A Team. That would have been nineteen eighty. Oh, they got the post NFL bump. That's yep. an important absolutely. TV bump if you can premiere your shit after the fucking Super Bowl. Absolutely. So it was, and and that that I mean, Mr. T for a four year period was a pretty big star. Was a pretty big star. You know, he's a TV star, but obviously you know Rocky Three being huge. Did, did, couldn't go to the Expendables he because he only got paid thirty grand size. for Rocky Three. He got paid thirty thousand dollars. That's what uh, Erica uh, uh, Estrada. He, uh, no, no, uh, uh, the comic Erica Clark. Oh, okay, yeah. She, she had, and then so he has beef with Stallone because Stallone wanted to bring him back for the Expendables, and he still had beef with him. And was like, no, I don't want to do it, you know, because yep. you were a dick to me. He, I don't know, thinks yeah, he's a sucker, <laughs> and ooh, still does to ooh, this day. Oh God, jeez, you know. You like her? I tell you what, yeah. You know. She bit her lower lip when he was telling off the American president. It really dampened a lot of fucking British fucking snatches. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? You know. Oh, he's just asking. A pair he, of he, I think he just, like Winston. I think Kirko. he basically asked her, like, would it be appropriate if I professed my love to my assistant? And she yeah. was just like, no. So he's all bummed. Yeah. And then this, I this is my least favorite part of the movie. So he's bummed because his wife just died. Yeah, which is his, tough. This kid's mother. Hey, Simo. And Sleep. the little kid has a crush on a girl. So he, like, gives him girl Simo. advice about how to get his girl. And you don't see her until the end of the movie. <laughs> so this whole movie is building he's to He's like a little elf. So he's a bizarre whole movie child. Is building to this Christmas pageant in okay. London. Okay. And he plays drums at the Christmas pageant and the girl he has a crush on is fucking uh singing yeah and he's playing the drums and they're they're singing the mariah carey all i want for christmas is you yeah and she points at him when she and he gets all excited yeah but then she starts pointing at everybody like uh, and you and you and yeah, you and he gets yeah. all bummed but then he ends up getting a little play oh he chases her to the liam neeson <laughs> so magically too, too after titanic oh yeah okay. so after the fucking christmas pageant she's leaving london yeah Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Liam Neeson takes this little cocksucker to the airport <laughs> to chase her down, and they like, he basically says, I have a crush on you. And then she goes to summer vacation. Oh, but it's two sons doing that? Yeah, I, that's so that's, gay. that's a little weird, isn't it? I thought that I got not, the gender wrong. That would, would not be happening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, the Brits are more in touch. <laughs> it's a sensitive moment. Yes. Yeah. She's the one. My dad would be telling me that women are whores at this point. <laughs> I, I, my dad would be saying nothing to me because he got he got steamrolled in his divorce. I think he just blew. I think it just shattered him emotionally. Here we'll go full fast forward. I mean, a little I don't bit here. Listening from the family on that one, but uh, we're gonna go. I'm fast forwarding a signet. Oh shit! Yeah, here we go. That's the Katie Lang CD. Okay, so that's the schizophrenic brother. Uh, she just banged that fucking greasy Greek guy that she has a fucking um. I'm skipping around. Yeah, there we go, man. Hey, uh, this is good, man. Uh, the pace that's going on is good. You know, it's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, so, so yeah, we were talking about a lot of people have died. Baseball folks have died. Al Kaline, uh, <laughs> Joe Morgan. Yeah, that, that fine line. But I want to talk about the NFC and uh, AFC championship is tomorrow. It is. Between the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. An old NFC Central. It really game. is kind of a battle of, like, it's got the two old fucking yep. stalwart fucking... Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and yes. then you have uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Yep, I know. It's, I, it really is very fitting. Where it's like the old, the final. 
not even saying that they're bad, but it's the final run of these two quarterbacks. Uh, it's not Rodgers' final run. Rodgers will have two or I three I think Rodgers will retire bef- early. I, I, he's he's amazing, and uh, I, I, I don't see that happening. He, he's too fucking good. It, it's just... He's very clinical. Oh, my God. And no and, crowds, as I feel like, helped him absolutely. so much. Because he's got no distractions. And he's he, just, he can just fucking focus picking and, people apart. Yeah, I mean, he's... I mean, yeah, he's just... He knows where he's throwing the football. You know, he's a... So he, I, I think, and unfortunately, Keith, I think the Green Bay Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. And uh, that really bothers me. I get more pleasure from them losing than from a Viking victory. I get a lot of pleasure from the Green Bay Packers getting eliminated in the playoffs. I really like that a lot because I know it pisses their fan base off, you know. And I know they don't like it. And, and it's just, they are so spoiled for the reasons I've always said here of having back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It is like, <laughs> I mean, the, I, whatever you you just should be very lucky so i don't want them to win anymore i don't want and you know something uh, they're gonna they're gonna win the super bowl this year because i yes. I, I think the chiefs have actually been you know they're they're, they're winning because of just of they're the chiefs so you know? crow let me give but, you a little peek because we're gonna pop a little audio in here yeah, yeah so he walked in when billy billy bob thornton was there yeah he walked in on billy bob thornton going to like kiss the intern Oh, yeah. And it was really Billy Bob Thornton sexually assaulting the intern. Yeah. But he thought, or he even knows that's, oh, that's why he snapped on him in the press conference because he saw him sexually assaulting the girl and was like, yeah, I'm going to give you one four on live television for being a pervert. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of ever since then thought that their relationship was fucked up. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so, um, Yeah, so now she he's reading a card because she like quits her job, or whatever. It just it it sours the relationship, <laughs> but it's miscommunication. They both think so. It's like an episode things. of uh, Three's like, Company. She's you know? upset because she thinks that like oh he thinks I'm kissing this other guy. Oh, oh yeah, and he's like no, I just don't want to say I know he was trying to rape. Even you. prime ministers get tripped up in the yeah. field of love. So Keith. now he found yeah. this card she wrote him. I'm like so a very prize idiot, particularly because. If you can't say it at Christmas, when can you, eh? I'm actually yours with love. With love. love. So now he's going to call, he's going to use English tax money to traipse around London and find <laughs> this bitch's house. He literally only knows the street she's on and he goes door to fucking door. Um, well, he's but, a human being But too. keep talking about where I just wanted to fill it's you okay. in on what, what the next that. 10 minutes is going to be. That's, that's cool, man. It's all good. Uh, Again, uh, Rodgers, I think, Rodgers and Brady, I have to cheer for Tom Brady, and, and I don't think that they're not going to beat. The Packers are playing very well. They they uh, they dissected that Rams team last week, and the Rams have a decent defense. Now, Aaron Donald was hurt. He was, if he's 100% healthy, it's probably a different game, but but no one's going to be 100% healthy. Look at the, the NFL the Films music. Here we go. It's like the Pointer Sisters. I'd like to get a one. Yo. The Exactly. See, Fran Tarkenton passed for 1,500 yards in 1978, which at that time was an NFL all-time. This record. is actually 1984. This song. So Terry it, it, Bradshaw it, it, no, passed no, for 2,200 Terry yards. Retired. It would be young upstart Dan Marino threw for over 4,800 4, yards. 4,800 yards and 40. No, it was 5,000 yards and 48 touchdowns. That was mind-blowing numbers. Those were. It was like otherworldly numbers and it hung till kurt warner in 1999 for a while yeah i mean i mean he, he kurt warner beat it by like 20 yards yeah he, he could i, I he give he dipped a screen to marshall falk and fucking beat it i i give credit to shula he realized he had a talent at quarterback and just said fuck it we're not gonna run anymore we're gonna just pass he knew 
But then those teams were soft, though. The Dolphins could never pull it together, and that AFC was garbage back then. They should have like gone to a couple more Super Bowls, but they could not pull it together. Old man Shula had lost his touch. I know someone who played for the Dolphins uh, for a brief time, and, and he oh yeah, said Shula was an it was a total dick. He seems like a He's like a, like again, like I said earlier, he seems like the grandparent where you're like, I don't want to go to Don's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just, he doesn't have any. He doesn't have a TV. <laughs> it's just an ornate TV, like without. It's got like flowers growing inside of it. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun, you know. So Crow, yes. At some point, the people, because they know he's the prime minister, he ends up. The whole neighborhood is behind him, knocking on doors. So by the time he gets to her house, the whole neighborhood's behind him. Look at those little Brits. Oh, that's the intern that Alan Rickman bought the bracelet for. She lives okay. next door. She lives next door. She's a bitch. <laughs> Tell that cunt. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they love to. They have a liberal use of the word cunt. It's man. frivolous. They use it. Woo, man. Well, yeah, but it, it's a different thing, man. It's a, <laughs> British people will come over here when they they start dropping those words. It, it, it gets shut down in a hurry. I, you know what I found out? What the mirage thing is just now for t just technical yeah. people at home. I didn't go to this sh zoom in shot with the clear TV because. It was doing this mirage thing, and it was because it's on autofocus, and I was close to it. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. Cool, I figured man. it out. At least Good. I don't know what's the frame rate. Fucking Good. coat. My fucking coat. Me horn. Look at it. He gets him so hard when he, when she cusses. Hello. I love you, little oh, minx. This is my mom and my dad. What a British scene. Just a giant British family <laughs> in, a, in that tube of a house. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. And there we are. We're working class, you These see. These stairs have been here since World War One. <laughs> World War One. We're more like the, the 12th century or something. Yeah. Oh, I say when the women traffic. You know something I don't ever get about England? Whenever they describe their addresses, it's like, it is like the subset of, and Stratford on Avon and Downing Street. And there's like six different words they go to. Like, how on earth could you? Oh, yes, I know exactly where that's at. It's like, how do you know where you're things, going? A lot of things in England are upon stuff. <laughs> Newcastle upon Tyne. Yeah, they love yeah. their River Tyne in yeah. Newcastle. <laughs> well, yeah, and then even it? you have people that use old shit. Like there's probably still people who call parts of England Northumbria and oh, shit. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, yeah, they just so. refuse to accept it. <laughs> King George is my queen. <laughs> <laughs> so I say so. Oh, but uh, if I, um, well, okay. give you a lift. I'm Hugh Grant. So he's, Hugh Grant's going to give the whole fucking, this whole fucking limey family a lift to the pageant. You know? Which is comical. They're going to squeeze into a, Lovely. squeeze into my car, my lift, whatever they call a car. Yep, there you go. Getting a goddamn police escort. Yeah. The neighborhood hates them now. Yep, exactly. Oh, God! Look, the kid's there. He probably wants to throw a little finger in there. Oh, no. I don't know about All that. Right. Little taxi cab well, 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 you, you're, you're buying into QAnon now or something? Or, you no. know, <laughs> What does fingering a girl in a back seat have to do with QAnon? I thought you were doing with the kid. I thought it was the kid. That's no. where my mind went. That's where that's my what, mind went. I said that's why she doesn't want the kid there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now I... Okay. Okay. Follow yeah. Now. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, so so you're right. It's Brady versus Rodgers, obviously, is that game. And then uh, Mahomes is going to play, and I think that that's going to be Dude, uh, I think the Bills are going to win. I think the Bills, honestly, uh, Kansas City hasn't played well Right here, really you said it recently. right here. We'll have time. I'll have time to back off this. Yeah. Super Bowl champion Buffalo Bills.
I, uh, you know, they're they're decent. You know, I mean, we'll see them, and they got to go on the road. They're play, they're playing a team that's been in three. Straight I don't trust Green games. Bay going in this hot. It's bad. They haven't played bad yet. I know. And you play bad. There's not. I don't know I don't about care. that, man. I don't know about that. Man. You go through rough well. patches. Yeah, well, not this season is. I think it's a bit of an aberration. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Absolutely, I, I agree with you. But I, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now, and, the, and you're absolutely right. No crowd being around. Rogers can just dice. He and, hears everything. Yeah, he can just pick everything up completely. I mean, he's he's a, an exceptionally good quarter. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Although I think Mahomes actually, I think Mahomes is better than him in terms of kind of the the mod, like the the modern quarterback. What, what the position is evolving into? It's this morphing yeah. of different sports and stuff. And, and it's, then it's a leap. I had glimmers of hope this week as a shit ass Bear fan. So they finally did the right thing. They hired from within, and yes. they hired their young, smart defensive uh, safeties coach. Yep. As their new defensive coordinator and uh, insider for the team said, it's the defense is going to look more like 2018, but with like a little twist because he's a safeties coach. So he's probably, yeah. I would assume there will be some dime package shit. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Your Blitzing dime blitzes. From, yeah. Yep. Yep. Nickel blitz. There's some fucking meatheads who want him to go back to the co- go back to the cover too. <laughs> Fuck you. These defensive linemen weigh 160 pounds. You can't play smash. There ain't no yeah. smash mouth football. Danny Trevathan and fucking Leonard Floyd. They're like 195 pounds. No, they're, they're, they're heavier than that. But but you're right though. I mean it is. Uh, that guy Eric Kendricks for the Vikings. He's 225 pounds. He's their middle linebacker. He's a very good. He's their Dude, best defensive player. There are safeties player. from the Seahawks Super Bowl teams that weighed that much. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I mean, Eric, that's how much fucking Ronnie Lott when weighed. I, when I was when I was younger in the 80s, that was an era of the big safety. David Fulcher weighed 225. Ken Easley, you know, a Ronnie Lott. They were they, they were they were a uh, they were big. They were big bigger player. 215, 220, 225. You know. Like a, a real devastating hitter back there, you know. I have to fast forward this because there's okay. no way I have to. I can put a fucking Mariah Carey song on here. <laughs> so this is also real. Is they call Emma Thompson calls Alan Rickman out for about the bracelet, and he basically says like I didn't cheat on you, but like I was going to like. Yeah. And they acknowledge their problems. And then she starts to cry. And there's a couple times in the movie where she has to do this. She starts to bawl. And then the kids walk in and she sucks it up. Oh, really? And goes to the kids. And then it's just back to our problem, problemed marriage. <laughs> Ooh, and they don't resolve it. Yeah. Like yeah. you just leave of like they've acknowledged their problems and their faults. And like, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Like yeah. they have to be good parents. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But the, that's where she's good at acting. Like when she gets the Joni Mitchell CD, she was like, oh, you know, I have to go. Out. Something's wrong. I have to go to the bathroom. And she goes yeah. in her bedroom and balls. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Balls. Yep. yep. And then and they play a Joni Mitchell song while it happens. Claudia Schieffer is in this. Yeah. <laughs> she gets a cameo. <laughs> and then it's the little it's the the little girl that he was all of. It's his, her mom, I think. Oh, oh, okay. oh no, I think it's just because he was been all upset. Yeah. They're that, friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they friends? Because his wife just died. Yeah, so I think exactly. this is just acknowledging like, oh, there's new love. Yeah. Carol. Uh, but yeah, he's about to take this little shit to the airport. You know, to go chase that down kid looks like an L. I cannot. He does. He looks like a, like a space alien. He, like, like, <laughs> yeah, he's but there's Elvin a, in his appearance. So but what British. I was saying earlier yeah, in the movie, sorry. there's a great scene where she's crying. Yeah. And then she's behind, like about to turn the corner into the living room. And she just goes, <gasps> 
And then like, oh, all right, are we ready to go? And it's just yeah. like, oh my God, there's yeah. pe- people do that in marriages all the time of yeah. like, yeah. as you're walking down the hallway, you're just like, I hate this person. I hate this person. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Exactly. You know? uh, but that's what I have. Like, I knew you'd like this better than. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. There, there's, you know, there's some. You'll have to sit down and actually I mean, get into it. It's got corny day. moments. Yeah. The dancing scene. So he has gone to like Portugal now. He's chase after old girl. Exactly. And he goes, what do you mean? <laughs> this American man is here for a daughter. <laughs> he learned whatever the fuck uh, for her. I say so. <laughs> He's saying weird things. He's like, is your cheese home and shit like yeah, that. Because yeah, he your, speaks bad. Your head looks like a grapefruit. Yeah. You know, is it some sort of... Is that Rebel Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the egg Rebel Wilson hatched from. <laughs> Look at these old... They love like that. Uh, like portraying the swarthy Spaniard. <laughs> if you ever watch like Faulty Towers, 70s, like 70s sitcom in Britain, they always were mocking the Latins, like Spaniards and stuff. They're, yeah. Like they were kind of like dumber well, pro, and stupid, you know? No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. You know? <laughs> Oh, the whole town. He says this English fucking idiot. I could, Alicia told me this English idiot loves her or whatever the fuck. And oh, he's, oh. he's rich. I think she. Yeah. Oh, I think he told her he's worth like a billion dollars or oh, something. Oh, oh, and they're like, hey, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can fucking. We are gonna be a rich. We buy all the pasta. <laughs> yeah, if you get rich, you're taking everyone else with you. You know. Another little Chris odd, Elliott, <laughs> probably yeah. yeah. Another little odd end. By my whole thing right? that I want to. Yeah, they're gonna have a Turner and Hooch TV show. Really? Yeah. Wow. And you know Tom Hanks has to have a fucking. I wonder. I and wonder, the dude yeah. who directed one of the Terminator reboots is gonna make it. Mick G. Oh hey man, okay. So someone's got a little bit of experience, you know. Yeah. You know you the action stars that you want to make a Turner and Hooch movie. There's Mr. Bean's ass. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. So Rowan Atkinson was the jeweler that sold Alan Rickman the the fucking the fuck bracelet. Oh okay. For the, okay. And then okay, and it's okay. a funny scene. It's such a British Mr. Bean scene. So his scene is he the dude's Alan Rickman's about to buy the bracelet and he goes on this prolonged wrapping process like, oh it's a gift. <laughs> We need to wrap it, sir. And he was just like, no, you don't have to do it. And he's like, oh, sir, this is only the fine. And he takes like three and a half minutes. And it's because he takes so long comically wrapping this gift that Emma Thompson walks in. Oh, okay. Like okay. Rickman just wants him to drop the necklace in the bag and like, yeah, let's fucking yeah. hurry up. I'm cheating yeah. on my wife. Let's hurry the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. He's tense about it because he knows he's doing something. So this like- kid, post 9-11, running past the gates like this, they would have tased the shit out of this little <laughs> <Yeah>. gremlin. <laughs> Because it is post 9-11. Yeah. He it's because like, he wants to see his dad, He's right? got a bomb! He wants to give a hug to his dad. Is that the reason No, why? he's chasing after this little girl that snubbed him oh, at the pageant. Oh, yeah, because he's chasing love, too. Yeah, everyone is chasing their love by the end of this movie because We're love, chasing love actually is everywhere. He goes, damn near goes onto the fucking plane. It makes you do things you wouldn't normally do, love. This emotion, love, yeah. it makes you do things. Things you couldn't imagine, sir. Let me get past. Okay. He pre- he's like, I love you. You're hot. I'm not. She's a look at her fucking poor waitress. I didn't know you worked a minimum wage job. This changes everything. <laughs> she works at the Cheesecake Factory in Portugal. 
<laughs> in Lisbon. Yeah. Port- they got a great uh, football team, don't they? Don't they have a I mean, they have a, yeah. 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 Portugal, yeah. That's the restaurant. They serve children's <laughs> blood. All of the abducted children at the restaurant, the restaurants in Portugal. All of the wine is just the blood of every, ad- every abducted pretty white person that's ever been abducted. All the blood is just circulating <laughs> per- Portugal. Because of their stupid oh, police force. <laughs> she Maybe she hide in bush. <laughs> Even the Italians are dumb cops. <laughs> really dumb. Fucking Berlusconi <laughs> fucking just out there kicking soccer out, balls. Out, outwitted them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we got that. I'm trying to get, get So So they the connect. They meat. connect. Right? Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. There she is. Yeah, she's multiracial. Hello. Hello. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> We're both eight years old. I'll show you mine. Oh, he likes. Naughty. Yeah. So right. It's all happy. Oh yeah, that's what we got to do. He's going to Wisconsin. Yeah, he fucking went to Wisconsin and came back with some cowgirls, dude. That's Eliz- Shannon Elizabeth. Who is that? That's Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie. Wow, it is. He yeah. brought back some fucking Wisconsin poon, dude. We wear rhinestones in our pants. That's right. It's Denise, it's Denise Richard, or she's, she's at the end of her beauty yeah. arc. You know what I mean? She's if at the Denise end of it. Richards, you know Charlie Sheen is somewhere snorting wow. cocaine. Wow, what, yeah, what, what a bizarre little cameo that was. Well, they had the money. I feel like they were just like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. But it all ends happy, but then you got your little inner, what I, like, yeah, you got you your, your indifferent relationships. See, now Bubbles? We're, now we're back to Heathrow. You see, it was one of those, the end yep, of the beginning yep, movies. exactly. We're going to get hit for the Beach Boys. But uh, yeah, that was the episode, guys. If the Beach Boys would have done two tours in Vietnam, they would have turned into CCR. I'm convinced of that. If that would have happened. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if born on the bayou? Yeah. I mean, you can hear like you can hear the Beach Boys, the innocence. When I was just a in, in little CCR, boy. Yeah. I don't know any of the lyrics to fucking CCR songs, but I know it's... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, John Fogarty, who's a respected musician yeah. amongst a lot of boomers. Any odds and ends, though, Crow, at the end of this? What, what, how do you feel? Uh, you know, we've completed the journey. We're at about two hours. I think we've had a decent enough show. I've enjoyed it. Uh, talked about the things we want to talk about, some of the NFC. Look, AFC the end, game. everybody. So yeah, I think the Bills, yeah, I think the honestly, the Bills are playing better than the Chiefs, but the Bills' offense, uh, although... Uh, I don't know. We'll see how healthy Mahomes, if Mahomes is like ninety percent. Well, then the Chiefs are going to win. You know, Mahomes. He, I live in an apartment. What but, but, if, <laughs> <laughs> but if he was, if there you keep, you keep coming with him. Oh, uh, seventy-five. Uh, if he's seventy-five percent, they're going to lose. He's got to be like close to like pretty healthy, like like not hundred percent. No one's hundred percent, but he can't be that nicked up because if he's too nicked up, yeah, so that's the problem. Is I think he'll win. be. I think he he's learned to game manage this year. So I think if he is hurt, they'll fucking they'll do little dink and dunks. It might not be the gun the shootout people want yeah. it's weird mediocre defenses show up every now and again oh they can and i feel like the chiefs and bills might have that moment where it's like 
nine to six until mid of the middle of the fourth quarter. Well, I mean, the Chiefs, you know, Chris, the guy, Chris Jones, he's a he's a great defense. Also, tackle. Butker he's missing great. kicks. So I feel like yeah. you got a little redemption game out of him. Well, yeah, it's also going to nail that, a 75 yarder to or, win the game or he's sketchy and, and, and he misses a field goal. He misses a field goal. Yeah. You know, that's, so that's like the Lynn Elliott thing. But yeah, with me and, and you know, I, I just think that they're. You know, they have not been playing consistently well for a while. And I don't know if you can just turn that on. So at the same time, I got to think the Bills going on the road, although not like a you know, crowd, you know, it's going to be a small crowd there. I, the You know, it's their first time going through this. I think they're going to have a little bit of a, that, that experience factor. The Chiefs, I think, should actually have an advantage on that. So if it's a close game and Mahomes is healthy enough, he can make a couple plays, enough plays to actually win. But he needs to be playing well going into the Super Bowl because the Packers will kill the Chiefs. I think the Packers are the best team in football. Yeah, uh, I mean Rodgers won the is going to win the MVP this year. He, he was on my fantasy team. He was he was unbelievable this year. It, he's going to win the you know, MVP. He's going to get drunk and he's going to hold a boombox at Olivia Munn's fucking window. <laughs> exactly. And just She's fucking say I'm gay. She is beautiful. I was gay the whole time. <laughs> Meet my boyfriend uh, Mike I mean, Holmgren. He's 37 years old, so he's he's got. Breeze is retiring, uh, and he's retiring. He's 42. I could see Rodgers retiring in his early 40s. Uh, I think they could see that happening. Because with this year, with, with Breeze, you could tell his arm, he couldn't throw it oh, as yeah. well. You could tell. I mean, like it, it was exposed in the playoffs. He finally you know? can't see over that fucking mole on his face. Yeah. <laughs> the mole's getting in <laughs> the way. slash mark or whatever. Yeah, he can't. His arm is not as good. And they picked him a couple times. Oh, I got that you rescuing know? Katrina victims. I mean, you know, Tampa Bay's got a decent defense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will pick it up. I think they're going to roll the fucking Bucks. Uh, I tell you what, Brady's had a great year. He's had a totally good year. So, I mean, you know, he's going to keep him in the game. And, and Evans is an excellent. I mean, you know, they have weapons on offense. I think Fournette and I think Ronald Jones are decent enough running backs, too. You know, so I think maybe Antonio... Pardon me, Antonio Brown could maybe show up a little bit. So, oh yeah, so they're, he's, they're he's not playing. He's, he's injured. He's not. Oh, he's, playing. he's not playing. So, yeah. So it, it's Mike Evans and who's the other receiver then? Who's Godwin? Even, Chris Godwin. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, Gronk's not the big game because they they're kind of because man, you look at the Packers. It's like all five receivers have like seven touchdowns or more. I mean, it's like they are working on so many. I mean, well, where the Packers got the advantage is they have Aaron Rodgers, but they also have like the system. They have a really yeah. good offense. Like yeah. I feel like the, I honestly feel like with Lafleur, Jordan Love is going to be an okay quarterback. <sighs> Not like a Hall of Famer, but it just seems like the offense that if it runs right is disguised enough and rah rah enough that it's just like oh that's just an, a point machine. Like yeah. this guy is just has the offense. Yeah. Well, th- don't say that. Don't Keith. Don't put that out there because I don't want them to have three good quarterbacks in a row. That then we're talking. I'm not going to see another them, ten years. Yeah, of, of having to deal with this. It's just like no. Well, we're teams get, don't get. And that. then if the Bears get Watson, oh. well, you know it's I, I you know again when you don't have a quarterback it's like you just pine for a quarterback but you, there's a certain like also a process has to happen actually it's, for the bears thing a more realistic thing that might happen the lions are going to drop matt stafford oh yeah yeah oh yeah if yeah, the yeah. bears get matt stafford like for the him. last three years of I his like career him. he's a decent quarterback and he's I, only 12 years in that's not that vet that's yeah. a veteran but like he was 21 when he came into the league so also he's, like he's well 34. he's also broken his back four times yeah yeah so yeah. he's a little nicked but you can get three years out of Matt Stafford. Yeah, that's a good Pick point, up Matt yeah. Stafford, draft a quarterback, yeah, and have him learn under Stafford, or trade 
everybody besides Roquan Smith for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. They, they uh, keep some draft picks. You would have to get your give away maybe two first round picks and a second round pick. Khalil Mack. Um, uh, that's a lot for a quarterback. For Deshaun Watson. You know, so. I'd do it. Yeah, well, we well, I do it. We'll see. I think there'll be some pressure on him to perform. No doubt about that. You know, uh, yeah. okay. Because uh, are they anyway? We, we're not going to go on the, the the Mitch hole. We're not going to do that right now. I think they're getting rid of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's 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 gonna fucking put his put the the old resume out there. Yep, yep, yeah. I think, yeah He'll I, be a backup I, somewhere. Absolutely. He'll well, be a backup on a Super Bowl a winning team. You know. Uh, he'll get rid of him he'll be a backup and then in a super bowl a quarterback will get hurt and mitch trubisky will come in and fling a 95 yard touchdown <laughs> and everybody will be like oh poor, the fucking bears they blew it they Remember blew it even getting rid of him <laughs> i know that's what's gonna happen we're gonna get to sean watson and he's gonna have the 10 worst years of his career that's why it's so difficult to pull off stability at that position that when you do it with back-to-back quarterbacks they have an iron man in Favre who never gets hurt who plays every single game for 16 straight years he never gets hurt well i also think rogers falling in the draft is what he did showed glaring flaws in the way you scout quarterbacks well i mean glaring he was gonna be the number one pick that year but they just did the smart thing that they let him physically and uh physically mature i think because he was kind of slight he was that's what was on brady too yeah he was you know so so and they said he and he kind of had an attitude he was like he knew how good he was with Brady, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, well, you know, it's whatever. I mean, I, I, I think with um, uh, you know, with Rogers, he was able to mature for three years, so the pressure wasn't totally on him to to perform right away. I think it's a good thing. He was following a legend, but they they handled that very well. Like he's got like nine guns, you know. <laughs> Quick, hold guns. There we go. Put the guns in the air. They're on Onyx. They're on Onyx show right now. A lot of errant fucking bullets (laughs) just flying in the air. This is what the middle... Guarantee you someone... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like... Look at what Middle Eastern terrorist looks like. Look like. Let's watch this. (laughs) They're they're fucking Abu dhabi Gee, I want, but why would they be upset? Abu Dhabi. I mean, America's Abu had such Dhabi, a great foreign policy in the Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi. Whenever I hear Middle Eastern language, I think of that Andy Kaufman song. <laughs> we have nuclear weapon. Yeah. Well, Here it is. Look at that. It's a Russian. You see, this is after the, 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 this is the hubris of the West. You see that Russia, the big fear, like in 93, 94, they were selling their weaponry because they had not no Russian, money. I'm Turkish. You know, so that they were, se- they were selling their weapons, you know, on the black market. That was the big fear that some terrorist was going to get a, get a, yeah. a bomb. You know, that was the big fear. But anyway, well, yeah, we should wrap it up. Let's wrap it yeah, up. Let's let's wrap you it know up. what that means. Exactly. Got the, the outro music popping Absolutely. here. Absolutely. This will be for America. Yeah. For well, all you. That was it. Um, <laughs> follow Crocious on social media. Yes. He's at Insecure Comic yep. on Twitter. Um, Adam Crocious on everything else. His Twitter legitimately is good. Uh, he's a good follow. I appreciate that. Thank um, you so much. I don't nice tweet so much. I just do promotion. So if you want to yep. follow me just to hear about the show, fine. But like, yep. I come at you with a take every now and again. Yeah. I'm at Keith Pazel, K E I T H P A E S E L. Across the board, I'm the only Keith Pazel on earth. Um, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, KeithPazel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We'll see you next week. Yeah. We love you. Absolutely. Dude. Fun times. Ain't no love.